0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 4, Episode 6. We're kicking off our Super Combat Fighter Double Dumpster Edition today, and we got A Tale of Two Brothers, I think. Uh, uh, Twin Dragons, some might say, or Double Dragon, TM, from 1994, directed by James Yukich. I'm Joel Oskola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm temporary Connor hunter Davenport Welcome to the Dumpster.
1: The medallion acts as a spiritual
2: amplifier. It magnifies the power inside you. This half gives power over the body. The other half gives power over the soul. Legend says it can transform a man into a bodiless ghost and give him strength of steel. Power of body and strength of steel? All right, so where's the on button? Round
1: one. Fight! Get over here! Tiger uppercut! Got go. it on the ground! A broken! Fatality! Gotcha! Oh, you can! Hoofy! Alex.
0: <laughs> just slid right into that roll
2: <laughs> just just you know gotta let him know
0: yeah you gotta slide in there man you know <laughs> jump jump his bones if you will that's right <laughs> <laughs> just leave make sure you leave all the uh the
2: membranes and the muscles <laughs> and the skin that
0: stays in the speed force he doesn't want you to mess with that leave that alone
2: no I I, I would out of respect I won't do it you know it's just like one of those things where you got you got to pay respect to the man himself.
0: Right, right. That's a whole different dimension with a different set of rules. You know, it's it's very much so like the Phantom Zone, kind of. Oh, yeah. What what a transition. What? A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Master of segues.
0: So so first, I just want to say, uh, unfortunately, Connor could not be with us today um, for some personal reasons. Um, going forward I think he he should be good for the rest of the episodes um so unfortunately he will not be with us today um but we do have Hunter Davenport from The Phantom Zone yes and that that is I. How's it going, uh, Connor's co-host? For those that uh, haven't been paying attention, by the way.
2: Yeah, I'm one of the schmucks who talks about uh, the Flash or whatever we talk about in there. Definitely not, definitely not Smallville. We get enough of that.
0: <laughs> tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the shows you're on and what what we're cooking up over there.
2: So the Phantom Zone is just a ragtag group of guys who kind of got together originally to talk about the CW shows like Flash and Arrow and that. And then we all decided, well. All of us, decided, except for Connor and a few stragglers, uh, decided that we hate the CW shows, and now we're just watching movies and talking about news and asking questions like, "Do toasters have souls?"
0: <laughs> that sounds a lot better than talking about the CW shows. I have to, I have to admit,
2: honestly. Like Connor's going to strangle me for saying this, but like, <laughs> I, I am at a point where I am done completely with them, and I think. There, there's a lot of people who would agree with me.
0: It's it's all right, man. You're his you're his one half of the dragon medallion, and he's the other. So you know the yin yang thing going. That's
2: true. I'm definitely the one who flattens and turns into a shadow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you got some of that T1000 juice. Yeah, I do. I, I'm I'm the Robert Patrick of Phantom Zone.
0: There you go. Future Fighter. I have to say, just based on what Connors told me about Supergirl, I'm sure that's the one that did it.
2: Oh, that that <laughs> is
0: definitely the one. <laughs> I saw what did I recently get an eighth or seventh
2: season? Yeah, I don't I don't understand how these are still going at this point, honestly.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess people must like it, but I've heard nothing but bad things about that in particular.
2: That that show is a rough watch, uh, in particular. Like Legends of Tomorrow is like the better out of the three. I if, if I had to pick one, I'd always pick Legends. Like,
0: didn't they just drop another superman series? Yes. Where it's like old man superman
2: and he has kids and shit. And everything Connor tells me about it seems to suggest it's good, so maybe I'll check it out when it's finished. Okay, so you guys aren't covering that at all. No. Uh Connor wants to Gotcha. Uh I'm kind of dragging my my ass out a little bit, to <laughs> be <if I'm> honest. <laughs> I mean, maybe we will. You got any good stuff coming down the pipe? Right now, we're talking about movie specials uh i don't want to spoil it because it's a movie connor has never seen before oh, okay and uh i don't want people coming to him and like telling you what happens in it because it's <laughs> it's a actually batshit insane movie but we have movie specials coming uh falcon the winter soldier's out right now we're going to talk about that um for sure and there was rumors rumblings of us talking about gbk soon
0: yeah that captain uh Captain Falcon, I was going to say.
2: Captain Falcon. That is a different show altogether. One that I want to watch. Falcon and Winter Soldier is a good show so far, so we'll see. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. GBK was pretty fucking amazing. And just just for people listening, we're talking about Godzilla versus Kong, not Granny Van Dam Versus whomever, King Kong, maybe? No, 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 no.
2: Though, I would love if there was like a little old lady with a shotgun and God versus, versus Kong. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come come to kick your ass, monkey boy.
0: Imagine that. She floats in with the fucking wheelchair. You know, it's that steel version, like the (laughs) high-tech version of the wheelchair. And she's got this fucking shotgun that works like the, uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. The movie just came out. But basically, like, let's say it's atomic breath, but it comes out of the shotgun. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Mecha GVD. (laughs) I need need the GVD cut.
2: That's what I need.
0: Right. Yeah. Ah, uh, speaking of cuts, you guys did cover the Snyder cut. I wasn't asked Connor about it, uh, but maybe I'll circle back around on that when he's back on the show. Yes. Uh, what did you think of it? Just quickly, what's your thoughts? Because I've heard, you know, uh, some people loved it, some people hated it, some people were in the middle. I guess that's kind of every movie, but you get what I'm
2: saying. I like that movie. But that comes with a lot of caveats. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I thought it was good. It was my first time seeing it,
2: so. Yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. Uh my I think my issue is I in terms of like the as the main Justice League movie, I think this is a very mm-hmm. weird choice for WD to make to like this is what they were going to put out essentially to compete with Avengers. Right. I don't necessarily I like this take of the Justice League. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know how I feel about it as the main Justice League, um, and I and again uh, I think Co- even Connor will agree. With me like the, the the nightmare sequence is probably the worst part of the whole movie.
0: Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I know what that is by osmosis, but it was funny to me because uh, since since you brought it up specifically on Tim Heidecker's show Office Hours with Vic Berger and Doug Lucenhoff. He had watched it, and he's not a superhero guy at all. It was a kind of just uh, to kind of, I guess, get into the osmosis of it, find out what the hell is this all about. And he brought up that scene in particular because he knew nothing about it going in. He said it was the most confusing ten minutes of screen time he's ever witnessed. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: we live in a world.
0: He's like, it was just a dream. It
2: was a fucking dream.
0: Batman's having a dream.
2: It's weird. Like I can't imagine seeing that out of context because like Batman has like a gun. And, like yeah, the Joker's there for some reason. It's just a weird scene that I'm not a big fan of. I know people uh, like uh friend of the show, uh, Andy Seitz loves that scene. And like, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, man, but you do you. <laughs> Dude, sure. I, I feel like encapsulated
0: in uh, again, like you said, like just in that little bubble of itself, it's really good. And then beyond that, it's like, eh, let's uh, give me give me some of that uh, that fucking James Gunn uh, Suicide Squad, please. Yes. Oh my God, right. Put that in my veins, please. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. We we probably won't review it on this show at this point. We had talked about possibly doing something with that, but uh, we'll leave it to the Phantom Zone and guys like Tony from Hack the Movies. Go check that out. Check out the Phantom Zone's review on that. And, uh' I'll, I'll watch it eventually
2: I, I feel like I have to right oh yeah absolutely I mean if you if you want to be part of the cultural zeitgeist yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like Tim heidecker exactly
0: <laughs> before we get uh too deep into this just want to do a mention if you guys want to do us a favor head on over to wherever you uh get your podcast and leave us that five star review. To uh, help us get out of the dumpster and get into more eardrums. And uh, it really does help. Tell a friend about it. Uh, We also have our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash movie dumpster if you want to support us monetarily. And uh, if you want to make a one-time purchase, we got t-shirts, hats, beanies, sweatshirts over on our store. And uh, you can get that through the uh, link in the description. Oh yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Also, we're going to have a special giveaway for this month. Uh, it's really fucking cool. It's going to be a gen- an authentic Genesis uh, case and cartridge uh, outfitted with custom artwork from a resident artist, Davey the Scaredy Cat DeForn, and myself. A little team-up, if you will. You get the case, the cartridge, the t-shirt, and some other goodies that we're going to announce soon. And, uh... It's gonna be a little different. So for this giveaway, you're gonna go, you're gonna head over to that Instagram. We're gonna put a post up. What you want to do is like it, follow the page, comment, tag a friend, and reshare the post and hashtag it with hashtag MDVG giveaway. Just keep an eye out. It'll be on Instagram, and I'll have all the details there for you on how to enter. But today we're talking about a movie based on the cartoon, based on the classic beat 'em up by. Yoshihisa Kishimoto.
2: Yes. Uh, the So I have a, a little, like, a tiny bit of insight onto the rights situation with Double Dragon. Okay. So they're originally published by um, Technos Japan, which is, like, uh, I, I believe... I, I, the, all this information is coming from, like, secondhand. So take this with a grain of salt. In, for a long time, because there was so many ports of Double Dragon, there was, like, a rights dispute or some sort and there i guess for a little bit in order before arc system works who owns the property rights now uh were around you kind of had to like approach this guy and ask him permission to make a double dragon thing like a like a like a arcade or or a port uh yeah it was like a like if you wanted to like make another double dragon for a while oh okay oh got like a sequel you mean yeah okay Like on. like like the Neo Geo game that I played that I'll bring up in a bit. Right. Uh, so you'd have to approach him. And uh, after watching this movie, maybe you should have said no sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but
2: the game based on the movie, based on the cartoon,
0: based on the game, has to have a game. Yeah. For the movie of the yeah. game based on the movie, based on the cartoon. Now, I know nothing about this, so I could be totally pulling this out of my ass. But I know the second game was very similar to the first one, but, like, kind of blown out more. Yes. But 3, specifically, at least the NES version, was hard as fuck and was totally different. Yes. I wonder if that was a case of maybe somebody just bought the rights and said, fuck it, it's the third one, let's throw a 3 on it. Or maybe they were just trying, like, a, you know, Link's Awakening kind of thing, like Zelda 2 or some shit. I do know that Kishimoto either stepped away or was replaced, and it went to a different company? Yeah. And that's why 3, like, took a shit.
2: Yeah, it's not great. Was it Taito? It might have been Taito. Uh, like, they've... Yeah. I remember them doing a lot of, like, the arcade stuff for Double Dragon, and, man... Those games are a trip. If you, like, if you ever just, like, want to sink a bunch of time into beat them up, still Dragon is not. Yes. Like, games like River City Ransom, like, I love those games. Oh, man, River City Ransom, that takes me back. And playing, I, I was, like, doing the, the the research, I'll call it research, it wasn't really research, I was just bored at work looking at, like, screenshots of Drogal Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> It's research, damn it. It is. It's real to me. Uh, Science. It's a weird, weird franchise that had a lot of weird different takes on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, my personal favorite was for the Sega Genesis, and I I think the Super Nintendo was uh, Double Dragon and Battletoads. Yep.
2: Yes. The, also on Sega Genesis.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I played it on was Genesis, and I played the shit out of that game. Y- me as well. Uh that game's great. I think this movie could have benefited for some for some fucking dudes in some frog suits from space, maybe? Yeah. Teaming up with the with, with the Lee brothers. Yeah, rash,
2: pimple, zit. That's my voice right there.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Could have used the helicopter level, I'm just saying. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Uh it had a bobo, that's for sure. Oh my God.
0: Ah, we'll get to his
2: ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and I know recently, I I would assume it was Arc System Works had made it, but didn't a fourth Double Dragon just come out, like, a
2: couple years back? Double, uh, Double Dragon Neon. Right, right. Which is awesome. I don't know if you guys, any of you has played it, but it's fantastic. Tell us a little bit about it. I have no idea. I haven't played it. So, it's like, it's more like, if I had to compare it to something, it's more like Final Fight. Okay. Kinda. In the way it looks, at least, to me. I I really love Final Fight. Oh, Final Fight's great. Mm Mm-hmm. So... The thing about it is like it's kind of like uh oh, what is it vaporwave theme. So like there's cool like music in it. It's just so cool. I I genuinely like just look at like a screenshot of it and it's like en- encapsulates like that perfect kind of vaporwave thing where it's like this is this is my shit. It's <laughs> awesome. I got definitely got to try that for sure. It's
0: cool as fuck. Maybe we'll maybe we'll stream some
2: maybe, who knows. You should. We'll talk about it. <laughs> uh so okay so i played the game I- i'll just i'll talk about this now because like i i i played a good like hour or two of it and uh it's a fighting game uh for those who don't like for the neo geo
0: okay to be clear it's double dragon the movie, The Game? The movie, The Game, yep. Okay. Only in Japan, though. I know I looked up a, a long play before we uh, did this recording, and it actually has these really low-quality uh, FMVs, almost, uh, scenes from the movie in the intro.
2: Oh, Jesus. So I I played the extra-legal version, let's call it. <laughs> uh <laughs> legit man it it is basically like a weird street fighter knockoff which is very strange because like street fighter and double dragon are like two things i don't like peanut butter and chocolate they should go together so well but it you play it and you're like wow this is just a fourth rate fighting game uh a bobo is just like throwing people across the screen it is it is a trip (laughs)
0: Is it better than uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter? I took the words right out of my mouth.
2: No, Tournament Fighter is way better. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, well, that's saying something. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, It is a trip. Also, it's got, like, fake Robert Patrick in it, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really, like, like, you could tell they couldn't get the likeness, but it's, like, this fake knockoff-looking a uh, purple-ass Robert Patrick. That's amazing.
0: Oh, man. And he totally comes out, because I-, I watched that, too, his intro, He's totally ripping off M. Bison. He has the fucking, like, jacket on, and it drapes off him and hits the
2: ground. <laughs> it's so <laughs> dumb. It's so good. Dude, you think they, like, reskin characters, or, like, drew over them? Maybe. Ooh, maybe. I mean, I- I- I'm I not, like, super into, like, the tech of fighting games, but, like, it definitely felt like Street Fighter. Like a bad Street Fighter.
0: <laughs> I'm surmising I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he, you know, he has this fucking hairdo in the movie that we're going to get to, but it's not a uh, bleach blonde in the video game. They couldn't get the rights to that, I guess.
2: He does not look like Vanilla Ice. He doesn't look cool as ice, that's for sure. Yes, no. Not cool cools ice. He doesn't
0: have that sweet bike <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to talk briefly about the cartoon because I used to watch it as a kid, but me too. I didn't have time to go back and like watch all that shit, but I do know that the plot is super different from the games because uh you know that original game is just you know your brothers and and I think
2: what one of your girlfriends are stolen or some shit and well they're they're both of their girlfriends it, they're in a they're in a poly relationship. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because in the first
0: game, it is Marion who Alyssa Milano plays in this movie. Yes. Uh, She gets kidnapped in the first one specifically. And then the last uh, level when you beat it, you actually, if you have two player game going, you can fight each other to decide who gets her. But I think in Double Dragon 2, they might have actually each had a girlfriend that got kidnapped. I can't really remember.
2: Yeah, it it was something weird like that.
0: Now, they're just regular dudes. And they call themselves the Double Dragon. There is no medallion or superpowers or shit. They're just fucking rough and tumble dudes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially the way it
0: takes uh, about 40 hits to kill some of these enemies in those old games. Oh, yeah. They're sponges,
2: essentially. Like, they're punch sponges.
0: (laughs) I used to just knock the fucking Bobos out the side of the helicopter. I love those kind of stages when you can just defeat them quickly. Yeah, that was awesome. I was hoping for that in the movie. There you go, yeah. Uh, But the cartoon starts to go into all this fucking crazy lore where it's like these twin brothers who are separated at birth and one of them works for the fucking shadow lord uh uh
2: Kugoshuko or Kogashuka that's is that really the plot of the cartoon?
0: That's the plot of the cartoon, yeah. What is this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Is this, this Tommy? So Billy's the good one and Jimmy's the bad one and then ends up becoming Jimmy ends up becoming a good guy and then they team up and realize that they have the power of the double dragon and they use the fucking thing and like they have ta- dragon tattoos on their chest and they fucking transform
2: with like these masks and shit. What? Yeah, I remember having the toys as a kid. Whoa, that sounds rad. Yeah, man. I bet this is on- to be I'll have to look at
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, the, the, shat, shadow, ma- the shadow master, or whatever, uh, uh, Kogashuko, um, he looks like a fucking, like, saber-tooth kind of character with, like, long white hair and, like, a spandex black suit and shit with, like, a face mask. They probably couldn't get the rights again. They couldn't get the Robert Patrick rights. <laughs> no. They had to improvise.
2: Robert Patrick Robert Patrick is so difficult to get the right likeness rights of.
0: But that's, like, where... Well, I, I mean, NECA got it for, for Terminator 2 and, and McFarlane, but... Uh, well, that's a role he's proud of. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's just strange because... Mostly all of that lore is pulled from the cartoon, like, for the movie, which is weird. I don't know.
2: Yeah, not even the the Ninja Turtles movie does that, really. It's mostly from the comic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right. And then we we actually were just talking about this on the last episode, and then two kind of, like, fucked that all up by pulling from the cartoon. Yeah. Well, sure. But it was one of those things where, like, you didn't have much story to go with, and I totally get that, and you're like, well, fuck it. We'll just piggyback off the cartoon. Fine. And uh, so the cartoon comes out in 93, and Super Mario Brothers movie already came out and i it was like a critical failure wasn't it mario or this or both <laughs> super, Mar- super mario brothers the movie yeah no it did it did very poorly yeah that was that was a flop it's only i think in the last like decade maybe it has become a cult film
2: oh no sure it was so like a, such a failure that nintendo like stepped back from films and like even on the new they're they're working on like a new animated mario movie and like because of that movie Nintendo has the option to just walk away from any film they want now. <laughs> sure. No, that's actually like legit is like in in the like signing of that movie, whatever you do when you green light a movie, Nintendo is like, you know, we can just walk away at any time. That's gotta be in the contract <laughs> or we're not doing the movie. It's crazy.
0: Oh man! And then, of course, always go back to that episode. Oh yeah, Super Mario Brothers, great film. Second season, great episode. I forget what number it is, but it's that second season, baby. Episode uh, eighteen, season two. Uh, play the music. <laughs> <laughs> Strap your fucking medallion on, kid. We're going in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, 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 look. So, Super Mario Brothers bombs, and the 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 Double Dragon cartoon is out in '93, and they make this film in '94, and it's like, well, you just saw the Mario Brothers movie completely fail at what he was trying to do. Well, yeah. So. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna borrow from that movie, and we're gonna stick it right in this one yeah. for reasons. Because I don't know why.
2: You know, it. You know what they say: is first, you don't succeed, just do the same thing again. You know? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and the thing is, then uh, Street Fighter came out a year later, and they learned nothing. No. Yeah.
2: And it, arguably, Street Fighter's better for it.
0: <laughs> Street Fighter's a better movie than this movie. We're gonna revisit it later this month, so I'll save my uh, judgment until then. But from what I recall it's still better but not great sure just real quick uh, the director james Yukich like did nothing except music <laughs> videos what right this was his first movie literally shot a metric fuck ton of music videos and it shows dude it's like <laughs> well we'll get to it but there's a bunch of scenes where it's like uh all right play some music and i'll just shoot some stuff
2: oh man now now you mention it like wow okay
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> He also directed this uh, movie. It's like a one hour special that went on HBO called The Return of Bruno. And it was like a mockumentary with Bruce Willis as this like famous singer, like almost like a Dewey Cox kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, you got to look it up because there's a shot of him as if he's like a member of like the Bee Gees or like the early Beatles. He's got this fucking ridiculous haircut, <laughs> uh, and and the whole gimmick was they had all these famous musicians on the movie. saying, "Oh yeah, Bruno, I looked up to him. What a guy! It's fucking funny. It's probably his best work after seeing this movie. Yeah, it's like this is Spinal Tap."
2: Uh, when you said Bruno, I imagined the. Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> movie, and I got a little concerned.
0: He's in a, he's in a yellow thong leotard thing? Maybe. <laughs> More than likely. Um, And just real quick, one of the writers uh, is Paul Dinning. Yeah. Uh, who wrote for... What? Yeah, he wrote for Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, Lost, and uh, the new Harley Quinn show. That is crazy. And the uh, Arkham Trilogy for uh, the video game series. That's right. Um, he couldn't save this film. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all—it's over Paul's head at this point. <laughs> he was cutting his teeth on this movie. <laughs> you think? You think James was like, "Uh, fuck that. We're doing this instead." I don't. We, we, exposition. What are you talking about? You're gonna have the characters literally say things that'll go right into the next scene. Hunter, would you like to do the honors on plot crunching this film for us as
2: our guest? The movie starts out uh, like. There's, like, this great earthquake <laughs> in, like, the, in Los Angeles. Yeah. And the it, and that has nothing to do with the start of the movie. It starts out with a bunch of ninjas fighting, which is awesome. It's great. And they're looking for this medallion. And there's, like, the double dragon medallion. Yeah, TM. So they're looking for it because it's got magic powers. And basically it's, like, hanging on, like, statue. I remember that. And... <laughs> This, they, the opening movie is just crazy because there's just a bunch of ninjas fighting. Oh, it's insane. This guy so the,
0: this guy uh Kogashuka, played by Robert Patrick is on a quest to find this medallion and get these two halves together so he could take over the world or something. Right. And then the uh the titular uh like Joe said earlier, <laughs> Double Dragons TM fucking basically try to stop him and also recover the other half that he has the bumbling teen brothers billy and jimmy yes or uh jimmy and bimmy to be perfectly honest yeah bimmy bimmy lee yeah yeah uh definitely not to be confused with bippy uh you know gramps uh pet cat or puppy <laughs> i think he would have did a better acting job than fucking whatever that guy's name is distant relatives yeah oh yeah could be yeah could be prehistoric uh, time split between them. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically in the movie. And they kind of go back and forth, and there's some drama in between. And Alyssa Milano's there, and Obobo's there. She sure is. Let me tell you something. But this intro that Hunter's talking about, uh, you're right. Because, like, they talk about this earthquake in the beginning. And uh, I saw this movie probably, God, you know, some of these movies we do on this show, like, if I have seen them a lot of times, it's been a while. But this has been, like, Yeah. Probably not a decade, probably two. So I didn't remember this whole post-nuclear fucking angle at all. Well, even before that, it opens up with a fucking VO from Robert Patrick. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a shot of the medallion. It's like this. It's like this, like low-budget MK. The intro of M- picture the intro of Mortal Kombat, like going over the emblem, and it's like going over the medallion. Actually, it's kind of neat now that I'm thinking back at it. I actually have it pulled up here because it's like the first thing on the Wikipedia page. Someone had to felt felt the need
2: to throw this quote in at the top. <laughs> yeah. It was just so brilliant. They had to like preserve this for the future. So so Robert Patrick, here here's his
0: opening quote. Thousands of years ago in ancient China, an evil army of shadow warriors terrorized the great city of Shangsa. To save his people, the good king sacrificed himself to create a mystical medallion, realizing the ultimate powers of the medallion. The king split it in half. To one son, he gave the power over body. To the other, power over soul. This is the legend of the double dragon. Registered trademark. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Somewhere in the future. No, somewhere in China, not the future. Um, Okay. I thought this was like a flashback or something. <laughs> okay, I
2: thought this was thousands of years ago in feudal China. So are are, are we t- are we to assume that like Los Angeles is just destroyed, right? <laughs> 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 Elsewhere, like on this same Earth, this this the same astral plane, let's call it. <laughs> there is ninjas fighting in China, and one of them kind of looks like Shredder.
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, not a he we find out. Well, no, not at all. So so it's in China and you think it's like thousands of years ago and and they're fighting and they're in, you know, uh, who's that? You know, that guy is there. Al, Al Long is there. The guy from Big Trouble in Little China. He's there. I think he might be Huey because uh, him and the, basically the other main Asian uh, henchmen of, Pat, of Robert Patrick. Yeah, Jeff Amada is the actor. Right are uh, Huey and Lewis. And they got the news, baby. They sure do. They, they got the news on that fucking medallion. Well, they after they burn all these huts and kill all these fucking monks. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's actually really terrible what they did. Yeah. I... <laughs> but they have cool names.
0: <laughs> so Not Shredder walks into this like temple or whatever, and they're using a whip. Yeah, Goro's lair. Yeah, exactly. This lair with this fucking demon statue with all these candles surrounding it. Yeah. And she's using a whip. And uh, what does she do here? Uh, she she sees the medallion, right? Yeah, she goes in and uh, the fucking, <laughs> the monk's there and he's like, oh, don't hurt me. And he's like, Yeah, oh, it's over there. And she's like, thank you. And she takes it right off the fucking statue.
2: What kills me about that is that guy leads them Leads her to it. Pretty much, yeah. He didn't protect shit. (laughs) He didn't have to hide in there. (laughs) No! Run away from the the amulet, right? Yeah, like... It, they probably would have, like, taken him at least two more hours to find it if he didn't go in there. Also, we're talking about, what, Shaolin monks?
0: They're fucking these people up, man. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> right. It's messed up. Like.
0: So she busts out her fucking... This is where you're like, okay, this is definitely not 10,000 years ago because there's a fucking briefcase computer with a fucking radar dish in it that can sense the medallion yeah or whatever and then she makes a collect call to fucking robert patrick and she's like i got the medallion i i did
2: it <laughs> fast forward to fucking mega city one koopa city one it, it gives you it gave gave me whiplash it is the most insane like everything's like held up by jacks <sighs> what are we doing here which first which first of all like it, the, the the jack industry like is, is a booming in this universe. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> the fungus is overrunning this place. Yes.
0: It is insane. I kept thinking of uh, Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, like that undercity that every all the all the all the, all the uh, poor people live in. It's underneath the plates. Yeah, exactly. Neo fucking Tokyo. It's every dystopian like city that's a shithole all rolled into one. Yeah,
2: and Andy Dick's still alive, so that's part of the problem too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And Vanna White's doing the news
2: with Gary Hamilton. Everybody's fa- every child's favorite actor, <laughs> Ga- Gary <laughs> Hamilton or singer. I don't know. I'm not sure what he does.
0: I have no idea. I know he's a guy though. I need. I know his face. George Hamilton, not Gary. I know at one point, it's a little later in the movie, but Vanna White's doing a fucking news uh, a bulletin or whatever. She does it with him, yeah. Yeah, but there's one later in the movie I just want to mention now where she's talking about Madonna getting divorced. She's like... <laughs> She's like, yeah, Madonna's getting divorced from Tom Arnold. Oh, God. <laughs> Leave her alone. And I was like, what the fuck? Did this earthquake make, make people blind or stupid? I I don't know. It's a weird Tom Arnold joke because I guess that Roseanne stuff was going on at the time. Oh, that aged like dog shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Freddy's Dead was came out around the same time, too, and he was in that with her. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of these news reports kind of peppered throughout the film. I don't know if we'll talk about them a lot, but that was one that stood out at me. Yeah, we'll bring them up, because it feels like fucking RoboCop, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Okay, so this is... New Los Angeles or New Angeles, and this is the year two thousand seven. <laughs> New Angeles, don't you fuck it up? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. New Angeles, excuse me. Cooper City won two thousand seven. Sly Stallone's in a fucking ice box right now, ready to be woken up. Oh, well, he's already he's already patrolling them streets, dude. But he took that helmet off. Oh God, I was talking about demolition, man. But you just took it another level. Oh, he's dreading it up. Yeah.
2: I like to imagine the earthquake was like the aftermath of the first Transformers movie coming out. <laughs> like it was just it came out and just at Los Angeles just sunk.
0: You know what it was? It was after everybody saw that second one when Shia went to Transformers Heaven. Everyone's heads exploded simultaneously causing an earthquake that destroyed the world.
2: This is my new headcanon. It's, it's
0: right before Skynet becomes aware this is what happens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep. That's canon. Yeah. Well, we'll get there, but yeah. But yeah, what, we go to this like uh, this fight club basically. Oh, but but wait a second. The fuck. Is, so you think the VO is over and then it starts again? Oh, oh, yeah, it does. Uh, I can't remember what he says. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter what he says. But he's <laughs> like, but it like cuts to him. It cuts to Robert Patrick, and he you, you know we're introduced to the henchman again, and he's like telling them a bedtime story. He's like, "And that's the, that's the story of the double dragon medallions." Even though you. Brought the other one back already, but I guess I'll just keep going with it. Anyway, let's go to the underground fight club. Yeah, this is a weird-ass scene. I guess they're just trying to set up how Jimmy and Billy kind of are different, which, you know, to be honest, it's actually kind of effective. Um, it's fine. I don't think the scene's very good, but I think it's effective of uh, portraying their personality traits to you quickly.
2: Yeah, this is the fight, the fighting tournament they're in. I don't understand what the rules are (laughs) because they're they're fighting, but also, like, at one point he, like, gives him a nookie, like, and it's so (laughs) weird. Right,
0: because, like, Jimmy's fighting and he's kind of, like, beating the shit out of this guy, but he starts to get winded but he doesn't want to tag out because I guess it's a tag match. And so Billy tags himself in? Yeah. And then, like, Billy won't, like, get out of the match, and Jimmy's like, let me back in. And then, like, Hunter was just saying, he jumps on the guy's head and gives him a noogie and gets them disqualified. (laughs)
2: Like, and they get in trouble for it, which is the weirdest thing.
0: (laughs) Well, it's against regulation, man. Uh,
2: uh, You can't can't just allow yourself to get a noogie. It's not...
0: The ancient noogie move gets you every time,
2: yeah. Thank God he didn't give him a wet willy. Oh, God. (laughs) Billy... Lee
0: is played by Scott Wolf, by the way, and Jimmy Lee, or Bimmy Lee, if you want to Fucking call him that, uh, Mark DeCascos, who's the only person in this fucking movie who's a martial artist. What are we talking about?
2: Yeah, I mean, he was in Brotherhood of the Wolf. Why would you get up more than that? We only need one.
0: And uh, don't don't mix it up, Joe. It's uh, Jimmy and Bimmy. Haven't you ever seen the Angry Video Game Nerd episode from like 15 years ago? Come on. Oh,
2: excuse me, all the hell. Oh God, has it been 15 years? I don't think anybody gave a fuck in this movie. I don't even know if these people played the game. So I'll be honest with you. No. no. Again,
0: the cartoon. That's what what we're doing here. You're also introduced to their trainer slash guardian, Satori. I
2: I thought, okay, I watched this movie twice, full disclosure, and, like, I thought that that was their their sister, like, both times. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was at first.
0: Because she's super young. Her name's Julian Nixon, and she's actually Noreen Chan from Sidekicks, which we we should come back to. (laughs) Never saw that. Jonathan Brandis has asthma, does karate has daydreams about chuck norris oh okay oh hell yeah breaks a bunch of fucking bricks that are on fire it's a good
2: movie that's the american dream right there
0: they do the thing though where it's like you're right guys like she does look basically their age but they put like a tiny ass streak of like white (laughs) through like the like one of her uh locks of hair in the front and one through the back and you can't even really see it in a lot of
2: shots oh she's rogue She's rogue.
0: I got it. That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, sugar. There it is. But she's pissed because you know her and Jimmy are pissed at Billy because I guess there was, there was money on the line. And he's like, "Well, whatever, man. I fight my way." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the goons are like walking out with the fucking trophy, and they and fucking Billy goes to start more shit and just like roundhouse kicks this guy in the face and they start fighting again. So obviously Billy's the reckless one. Jimmy's the one that's level-headed and has to, you know, clean up after Billy's bullshit. So Leonardo and Raph. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yes. I mean, they are both red and blue, so there you go.
2: It works. (laughs) Oh, oh my
0: God. Yeah. (laughs) Wow.
2: I wasn't even thinking about that when I said it.
0: Might have been intentional. (laughs) Uh, Somebody out there, do a graphic of that. Please. Yes, please. We want fan art. Let go of my arm, Leo.
2: There's a DeviantArt artist working on that right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a quick scene with Robert Patrick, and it just reminded me of The Giver so much because uh, Lash delivers one half or, or delivers the medallion to him and he thinks it's both halves and he, and he opens up the box and it just reminded me of the fucking toaster scene from The Guyver. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. like where the fuck is Michael Berryman? Oh wait, we'll get to him. I'm going to slap you into oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he also like I feel like uh doesn't he put it on and is already like sensing energy emanating from it? Uh yeah, well, so so he so this is uh, we also get introduced to the fact that he can like use this medallion and now turn into a fucking shadow guy, and he, like, can... Yeah.
2: It's so... it It is the most 90s thing I've ever seen, because he, like... Man. He turns, like, this weird, like, monochrome, and then he flattens and, like, slides across the floor. It is so good.
0: You know when the judge gets run over by the fucking steamroller in Roger Rabbit? Yes!
2: <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Dude, it is... It's, it's that. <laughs> Surprise?
0: Yeah, but it's like, it, except they made it animate way more than it was intended to be. Yeah.
2: It's, some of the effects are cool
0: with that, and some of them just look like dog shit. Oh, yeah. He looks like the Take On Me music video. <laughs> <laughs> And just want to make a note, because Joe did mention her name, Lash, is uh, the sidekick that I was referring to as uh, the Not Shredder a moment ago that called him Yes, uh, from somewhere in China. I think it even says that as a subtitle, somewhere in China. I think
2: she's in the first game as well.
0: Well, she's supposed to be the enemies with the whips. Yes. Yeah. And she's also in Days of Our Lives. Uh, there it is.
2: Which, ask your grandmother about that show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She uh, she had a whip in that show, too, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe. She's crazy Vicky. Isn't her name Vicky or some shit? I don't know. You know more about it than I do, apparently. Uh, my mother used to watch it when I was a boy, when I was a lad. So then we cut... This is the, one of the first of the fucking RoboCop-ass cuts in this, because they were like, hey, remember that fucking movie where they put the ads in? That's That was funny, right? Let's do that. So there's... Like, the, the city's been ravaged by this giant quake. Apparently it's just... New Angeles, not the rest of the world like we were talking about before. Um, but there's like these Jack salesmen and there's like this whole bit where they're like, yeah, you buy, buy Jacks from us. So remember, if you didn't buy from us, you don't know Jack City.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't understand what the, what the setting of this is, because it is the er- the great earthquake. But also, there's like implied acidic rain and and radioactivity. Yeah, what does it do? Right, Andy Dick's talking about that. There's acid rain. The fucking water is like gasoline. It lights on fire. What the fuck happened? <laughs> and there's ninjas. I can't get over the ninjas. Honestly,
0: there's a su- there's a sewer
2: base that's filled with uh, ecto cooler in their in their sewage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like. I don't understand what happened to Los Angeles, but I, I, I don't want everyone to go there now. <laughs>
0: I, I think what happened is what happened to Gotham City and that one Batman storyline where it got fucking separated from everything else and they blew the bridges up like in Dark Knight Rises.
2: The, the Joker, yep. Boa Bobo is the Joker. No, 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 no.
0: Lena took the fucking rock piece and started merging the realms and this is what the fuck happened, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Boa Bo is what I'm going to be referring to him as or a Bobo, this fucking biker dude with the mohawk. Why is his name Boa Bobo? Why isn't it just a Bobo? I... I don't know, but I can't not help think of the comedy parody anime slash manga series bo 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 bo, where there was a guy, there was a, it was on Toonami for a hot minute years ago, if you know what I'm talking about.
2: It's really good. I remember watching that show as a, as a teenager.
0: The gimmick was it made fun of other Shonen Jump and other comics at the time's shit. Gotcha. Much like a Gintama, but uh, the main character is this guy with this yellow afro and he always wore sunglasses and he fought with his nose hairs. <laughs> and anyway. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, like like Sean and Hunter said, they're fucking Andy Dix predicting the weather and that other fucking guy's on the TV and so's Vanna White and, you know, whatever. I, again, earthquakes, and then we just have random celebrities uh, doing, you know, weird jobs. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, night falls, and here comes the bad guys.exe because they fucking come out of the fucking, uh, I don't know, hideout. Like, so here's the deal. <laughs> they're like zombies. They only come out at night. Right. The quake happens, and the gangs make a deal with the cops that they're like, okay, you can have the daytime cops. We'll stay, and we won't do any crimes in the daytime. But at nighttime, that's our time down here. And they fucking, and they go out, and they, you know, charge people
2: a toll to drive through their fucking turf, question mark? What are these people doing during the day? Because they're all
0: ridiculous looking. they working nine
2: to five. <laughs> they're just accountants. <laughs> they're, wor-
0: they're fucking working on those costumes, man. I'll tell
2: you what. Oh, the costumes.
0: Yeah, I think a Bobo. A Bobo might be a fashion designer during the day. I, he might.
2: That is a, certainly an outfit if I've ever seen
0: one. So fucking night falls and, and you know, it, the curfew happens. Uh, um, and again, the fucking... So we have... We have Billy and Jimmy in the car with, with uh, Satori and Jimmy and Billy are driving in their fucking car. And I'm telling you, this is the f- the dragon twister, by the way, I think they call it. Yeah,
2: it's a fu- it's a fucking Koopa car, man. <laughs> it runs on fucking trash. It runs on a line. That is the most like. Idiocracy looking car to me because like all I can think about is like how how damaging that must be to the environment. <laughs> like, he's fucking he's doc browning this thing. He's putting fucking banana peels in the fucking gas tank in the front. He puts cheese whiz in it to go faster. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil. We're not there yet. They pass a bunch of gang members. One of
0: them's the fucking what is it, the the fucking clown gang from Akira with these fucking weird Mister Mime fingers they got going on. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like they're driving around fucking Neo Tokyo. So Billy's driving the car and he like they set a trap right the 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 Mohawk gang and it's like. It's supposed to be this chick, like, who's stranded, and he pull, he's like, oh, yeah, look at this hot babe. I'm going to pick her up in the middle of the night in this fucking shitty alley or whatever. You know,
2: as you do. That's, that's how you get women.
0: Yeah. You just go to a random alley. When you're 16 and your dick's hard and you got your own car. He's new in town, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so they fucking, they, they pull over. They get trapped uh, by the, this big rig behind them, and, and then they're like, okay, that'll be... <sighs> Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Here we go. The fucking computers, the tech in this
2: is so fucking mind-boggling. <laughs> what are we doing? It looks like they have, like, Atari Lynxes, like, trapped <laughs> up to their, their their cars. These gang members
0: don't have... They, they don't, like, fight anybody or, like, knife people and, like, carjack them. They scan you with a computer that tells them who you are and then try to charge you a toll well once they know your worth they know how much they can uh milk out of you i guess i guess uh but we also have like a bad guy scanner too that scans them and tells you their fucking height weight and hp and all kinds of shit what is this shadow run now yes (laughs) i don't know dude you got a fucking pokedex of these fucking gang members uh yeah and this guy a bobo that we keep kind of joking about up to this point he steps out of that big rig and he is the main one kind of intimidating them yes hidden played by nils allen stewart by the way uh this is the this is the ponytail gang member from the mask if anybody knows who i'm talking about yes he's the he's the bald guy oh my he
2: is i oh my god i didn't see it wow
0: yeah he's like one of the main henchmen bobo goes over to the fucking car with this other weaselly motherfucker and they're like oh, oh license and registration get it <laughs> can i see some id or whatever how about you give me 50 bucks actually i think i'll take that medallion and then uh she rips that shit right out of his hand stabs him in the hand with a knife yeah and then she goes Floor it, Harold." <laughs> <laughs> More garbage in the fucking burner in the front. Stoke that fire. And then uh, they're chasing him. And like Hunter said, fucking Billy like a moron. Because I think Jimmy's driving, actually. Billy gets this fucking like cheese whiz. that y- They make a point to like zoom in on the spot that says combustible, do not burn. And he's like, huh, okay. Shoves it in the fucking burner. That's like also like where your uh, center console would be. That seems really dangerous. Aren't the, aren't these people are like fighting for food and shit. It's like, you know what I mean? And this motherfucker has a can of cheese with, he's like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to throw it in the fucking
2: combustible compartment. And why is it in the car? I don't Who knows? Because they, is he, is he in the car doing whippets? Is that, is that what's happening? I think so. <laughs>
0: with the cheese with, he's like the fucking, he's like Polly Shore and Goofy movies making fucking tower of
2: cheese in his hand.
0: Oh Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. That's exactly what was
0: happening. He, he had to hide his uh, Triscuit's uh, <laughs> addiction from his brother and his uh, guardian. Before we continue with this, I got to set this up because you're not even going to believe me when I tell you this. Um, so there are computers on the big rig that are basically like scanners and they show right. the Lee's car driving in virtual reality for some reason on the road because they can't see because they like threw a map or some shit. So a Bobo can't see. And then they switch to this whole fucking like reboot uh, section <laughs> uh, of this fucking virtual reality bullshit. And it's a car chase. It's it's worse than Lawnmower Man graphics.
2: It's fucking bad and stupid. <laughs> like, I couldn't get over it. It looks like Star Fox on, on the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so, like, blocky and weird that, like, how is this information even useful? <laughs>
0: well, it's like that weird tech, even though I think this movie actually did this way better, not even trying to compare it, but, like, Total Recall a little bit. Yeah. Where it's like, they had a lot of ideas that were just, like... They didn't know any better, so they make, like, silly decisions like those huge monitors on a train when it's supposed to be, like, in the future, and it's, like... Right. It's kind of like that, but on a much lower budget. Or, you know what it's kind of like? Uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie.
2: <laughs> true.
0: There's a lot
2: in common. <laughs> it's, like, the same shit. Yeah, it's the same movie.
0: You definitely, uh... That might be an interesting double feature but you definitely want to watch this first because you need you just need that fucking pick me up with Mario afterwards uh, yeah for for sure because everybody has charisma in that movie and literally nobody does in this and they were all drunk yes yes Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo drunk is worth price of admission and Dennis Hopper acting like a fucking maniac
2: yeah for seeing turn into a T-Rex at the end worth it so, uh, yeah there you go monkey this
0: movie even well we'll get to it don't worry the movie the, the, the Mario references will not cease no the episode that keeps on coming back <laughs> <laughs> it's just the movie i'd rather be watching so uh the the lees crash into a fucking alley or something and a bobo goes and follows them and they end up crashing and they get out to and they're gonna square off and you're like finally some fucking fighting in a double dragon movie we're gonna fight bobo and his and his henchmen right Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa Milano shows up with a bunch of people in fucking tie-dye coats. They look like they fell off the fucking cast of all that, and they're just like, get out of here, Abobo. Well, they do that, like, classic, you know, overdone bit where Billy and Jimmy think Abobo's backing down because they're afraid of them, but they don't know that Alyssa Milano and, like, 50 of these other dudes are right behind them, and then Abobo leaves... And then they're like, oh, yeah, we really showed that asshole. And they turn around and Alyssa Milano's like, hey, guys. <laughs> we scared them off for you. The Greenpeace scared them off. And she is Marion, like we mentioned a little earlier, who is the one that gets kidnapped in that first game. And it literally doesn't fucking mean anything. Nope. Yeah, it's the only connection at all, just the name. Also, Abobo has this fucking joke where they call where he calls them ugly. Yeah, this joke really was so good. <laughs> it 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 runs through the pulse of this movie and it's like well, are you really going to ride that joke? And then I'm thinking to myself, "Well, no shit." They have the power of the double dragon, and they can't use the power of the double dragon. But maybe they become fucking intergalactic bounty hunters without faces. I don't know. Yeah, they're ripping off Critters to a much better movie.
2: <laughs> I cannot imagine Paul Dini wrote this and like did not immediately like shudder when he finished it. He's like, oh
0: god. He just like covers the side of his face, walks away
2: at the screening. And, nope. Wasn't me. You know he felt guilty cashing this check, that's all I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, you gotta eat, right? Yeah, gotta keep the lights
2: on. Sometimes you got a double
0: dragon, you know? (laughs) It got him to do Batman the Animated Series, so I think it worked out for the guy.
2: Sometimes you gotta write a double dragon to get to Batman the Animated Series. Yeah,
0: to get to one of the best animated series of all time, sure. Absolutely. Six degrees of separation, I I get it. A Bobo drops a fucking computer and Alyssa Milano grabs it, and we find out that this is a gang internet system <laughs> that lets the gangs keep tabs on each other and like how much money they're making and like how <laughs> again like uh... yeah talk about a fucking mcguffin if i ever saw one <laughs> it totally is but it also you think they're gonna use it late we'll get to it yeah it really just i was shocked that it went nowhere so Alyssa Milano is kind of just like, yeah, yeah, you need our help. Uh, we can help you with this problem. And they're like, no, we don't need your help. Or at least Jimmy's kind of like that. But Billy very clearly is into her. It's very apparent. And we get the first of many shots of Alyssa Milano's ass and her bending over in this film. This
2: this movie got Alyssa Milano, and they were like, by God, we're gonna show her to you, <laughs> right? Which I, I listen, I get. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. It's the nineties. I just
0: think it's it's just it's the. It- the whole purpose of it is so a like you guys just talked about so so people can fucking can google at her ass or ogle at it however you want to word that and uh there's several jokes about it throughout the film that are just cringe-inducing, but hey, that uh, constituted for comedy in 1993, so sure. They're not even witty. It's just like, you see that ass? Yeah, buddy, let's go after it. But uh, see, Okay, so Alyssa Milano is the leader of this group of children called the Power Corps. Yeah, it's her and the Lost Boys. Yeah, it's she's basically like the Wendy to these Lost Boys, uh, and they wear tie-dye clothes, and they hang out and listen to pop music from the 90s i was
2: really hoping that like like the camera was gonna pan and the saxophone guy was gonna be in a stand somewhere (laughs) Sexy,
0: that guy should have his own fucking gang you think are you talking about sexy sexy sax man from
2: lost boys yes oh yeah with the chain and shit around his neck yeah and he's just going for it
0: he should have been in this movie i don't i don't i don't know why not
2: he should have like missed opportunities really
0: well they only work at night so they're kind of out in the city in a different part yeah
2: he's like there's there's no vampires in this movie no deal
0: the foot clans down the block though so they go home and they live in this this is fucking cool man they live in like a uh an opera house or like a theater which is really neat and they like yeah. they're like kitchen and their like living room is the on the stage it's just kind of weird because it's like they're putting on a play while they eat. It makes me think of like the fly a little bit. It makes me think of turtles too. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Both of those films. Yeah, with the with the fucking the abandoned station, uh, hangout, how, uh, den, whatever you want to call it, the subway or whatever it is that those uh samurai fucking dance in in the third movie (laughs) god damn it why are we talking about three ah because i hate it (laughs) i don't know i don't have i don't have an answer you know what that's where huey and lewis came from shuko fucking nabbed him up he was like all right (laughs) they might actually be in it we need to fact check that one I know Al Long is definitely probably in that movie. Yeah, more than likely. So Satori basically explains this medallion to them kind of like... Vaguely? For reasons, out of the blue.
2: For exposition, let's be real.
0: (laughs) Your dad left this to you. My problem with this is that it doesn't matter. Like, dad works with Satori, he dies, she vows to... She makes her own vow (laughs) <laughs> to, to to separate this medallion and like hide one hide one half and then keep the other half and raise his boys. And he never, he didn't ask her to do any of that. So it's not like dad was like, here's the medallion, he's the other half of the medallion. One day the boys are going to get old enough and I need you to give them the power of the double dragon TM. Like, it's not even that. It's just, I felt like it, so I did it. Anyway. But they have to fulfill the prophecy. Remember the beginning? One got one half, one got the other, right? Nobody even knows the story. Only fucking... Only, uh... Sh- uh Satori, for some reason, knows it. Or, and Koga, Shuko fucking knows it. Right, because we, fu- we do find out later that they used to work together, like, and found them, or some bullshit.
2: I, can- I for the life of me, I cannot figure out that relationship. Because it's convoluted as fuck he, he he's like he's implying that like he was her boss i think uh d- why why I, I
0: why isn't this man first of all why is not this man asian second of all why aren't we just doing this straightforward dad left the fucking medallions y- y- you're destined to become the double dragon not I guess you could become Double Dragon if you want to. Right. But circumstantially, you know what I mean? I,
2: I It just seems like this movie is, very, like, really complicated for no reason at all.
0: <laughs> I know! Even though this has been basically hidden for God knows how many years, she's like, all right, Billy, you can protect it. And let this asshole... Doesn't even, like, tuck it into his shirt. He just has this, like, hanging out, no problem. He's
2: just wearing it like it's, like, a puka shell necklace. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Tuck that thing the fuck in, man! (laughs) Why would you give it to the reckless one? Yeah! This man was fighting in a a fight club that was, like, in a collapsing building. He is not... There's picture responsibility. <laughs> he just lost your fucking rent money. You guys are going to be fucking outdoors next week.
0: But I I mean, I guess I get it for plot because Jimmy totally would have tucked that shit right in. Jimmy's the only one who knows martial arts. So she basically runs down the thing. I j- just real quick about the medallion. So, well, you know, one half has the, has uh, the power of body. One half has the power of soul. And uh, the soul half can like turn you into like a bodiless ghost. And, you know, jump into people and, and fly around like a shadow and shit. And the other one makes you, like, super, super strong, like, invulnerable, like fucking Superman. So it should be soon, right? You think he's going to get the medallion soon and they'll put both halves together and then they'll fight the bad guy, right? Yeah, soon.
2: Soon. Yeah. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Soon. Like in an hour and 20 minutes, maybe. Like in <laughs> like the last 15 minutes of the movie? If that. So, yeah, so then we go from that to... Uh back to Robert Patrick and he's basically having a meeting with a bobo and talking about yeah here's these guys that that uh he's like yeah these guys he's like they're a problem we need to kill them oh by the way I saw this medallion yeah, that might be what you're looking for right and he, and Robert Patrick's like wait you you think you saw it but you didn't steal it well, I, I wasn't really sure what I was looking for. It looked like a piece of cheap jewelry. All right, get the chair ready. What we didn't we what we missed uh, was a Bobo is a fucking roid head. So <laughs> Robert Patrick brings him downstairs. He's like, I got these these sub molecular steroids. I'm gonna pump you with. Get in my fucking de-evolution chair. Sub molecular steroids. He pumps this motherfucker full of MD ouds, I'm telling you, he does, man. He he puts him in, again. He puts him in the fucking Koopa the Koopa chair and fucking sends him on his way. A Bobo looks disgusting. Yeah. He fries this guy so badly and balloons him so much that he fucking changes into a different actor.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a second, there's a second of Bobo actor, by the way.
0: Yes. He looks like a fucking vesiculated nutsack, this fucking <laughs> guy.
2: He does. <sighs>
0: Uh, and just for the M.D. Oods references because I don't want everyone to just be totally confused about what I'm talking about all the time. Uh, go back and listen to that Body Melt episode from last year. We're talking about the Vimaville pills that, uh, if you, if you stop taking them, your dick explodes. That, that whole situation. Oh, he's, he's fucking full of that shit. It is disgusting. So we go, you know, we cut from Umbrella Labs to, uh, Melissa, Alyssa Milano fucking putting a wig on because she's hiding that she wears funky 90s clothes from her dad, or whatever. For some reason. Well, her dad's the police chief. Right. And he's, like, this hard ass, of
2: course. And he doesn't like the power core. Well, he he's, like, he's supposed to be, like, this, like, tough guy, I think. And, like, he seems like he's just really, really scared of the gangs. Like... Yeah, basically. He seems like he he's just, like, the biggest scaredy cat. Well... At first I, I would be with you, but by the
0: end of the movie he kind of is the only one that puts his money where his mouth is. Yeah, he
2: kinda he he, he, he makes a turn, but like Right. It seems like all these people do not want to be police officers. No. no
0: No not at all. Just real quick, when Milano puts on this fucking wig, her creepy little brother comes in and he's like, If you don't if you don't give me a hundred bucks, I'm telling Dad you you cut your hair, weird. And I'm like, thank God he didn't ask to see her fucking tits, cause that is like a <laughs> that that is like a thing in the MDU where there's little creepy brothers talking about sisters' tits and shit. But he was definitely cranking his hog to that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: he was. He was. I mean,
0: that's what the movie was telling me that, that everybody else was doing, obviously. Yeah, and that fucking VR, man. And you think that VR is like just her like it's just <laughs> scenes of her bending over like Alyssa Milano? Holy Christ. <laughs> Let's hope not. Get out of my room, Dad. <laughs> he knows about her secret is the point. And he's like, yeah, you better not let Dad find out. I don't know what the hell he would do. She's like, ah, he's not going to find out. Oh, God, this guy's thick as a fucking brick, dude. And then and then she fucking goes out to eat breakfast with him and her, and her brother. She's like, yeah, so the Power Corps has been doing some great stuff lately, huh, Dad? What do you think, huh? huh? What do you think about the Power Corps, Dad? Aren't they cool? They're really cleaning up this city better than the cops. And then he just, like, puts his fucking cop uniform on, like, over, like, his fucking T-shirt. He's like, ah. He's like, they're a menace. He's like, I, I, I protect people. He's like, I don't have time for this shit. I love how she's like, oh, you know the power course cleaning up the town daddy's like look at least we got the days the days is safe isn't that enough for you the days this is like some back to the future 2 like Biff timeline fucking like problems they're dealing with Biff is in the other fucking tower next to fucking Robert Patrick for sure yeah he's got the almanac Hurt delivered it to him him and him and Baldwin dropped it off oh yeah <laughs> you know fucking Patrick's got half the, the medallion Biff's got the almanac I mean we put them together they're unstoppable exactly Yeah, she also fucking throws a dagger at him because she's like, what what, am I supposed to be a cop so I can learn how to make compromises with thugs, dad?
2: I, I feel like these 90s movies have a very interesting perspective on what it's like to be a teenager. Uh, yeah. It's especially apparent with her is like, there is, she is just like... A, a menace to <laughs> her father. She, like you like said, she threw a dagger at him. <laughs> she, she's just a kid running around masquerading.
0: You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know what exactly they even do. They don't bust anybody. They just hang out and they cut school and they hang out and they're like the fucking, the
2: Foot Clan recruits. And like, when they reveal the lair later, like, I'm still not un- like clear on what the purpose of this gang is. Like
0: It's just to hang out in colored, multicolored clothes and smoke reefer, dude. We'll get there. And she's lucky enough to live in a house that's not like a a bombed bombed out part of town. It's like this nice, like, house in the suburbs. Oh, yeah, uh, middle-class brat, you think? Dad's a cop. She's like, fuck the man, dude. She's trying to do her part, I guess. Sure. We cut back to the movie theater, or excuse me, we cut back to the theater, and uh, Billy and Jimmy are kind of training, working out some kind of new fighting technique. Kick up that Coolio in the background, too. Yeah. And Satori's like, "All right, boys." And then uh, I don't know. She goes to answer the door or something. But either way, Robert Patrick's there with the fucking with Huey Lewis. <laughs> he knocks on the door. He's like, "He's like, hey, my little lotus flower, how you doing? Remember that medallion that uh, I tried to steal from you? But we're gonna talk about later. Well, I come for the other half of it." His name used to be Victor Geisman.
2: Ah, uh, it's a good change, I guess. When he reveals the name change. I, I kind of had to laugh a little bit because like it is the most the most white guy name is Victor Geisman. <laughs> and he's like he's like my name is Kaga Shoku. and you're like oh he, you just really like anime don't you <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he's a weeb I took tu- <laughs> I really wish I could get to Japan I, that would just change everything for me I took this name from a random warlord I found in a book Kogashuko sounded neat better than Victor Geisman I'm
2: following the way of the samurai <laughs>
0: Yeah. I needed an Asian name if I'm going to have the power of the double dragon. So then so then uh Satori's trying to act like, "Oh, that medallion, I don't know where it is. I hid it." I you know, you'll never find it. And there's Billy's dumbass just standing there with this thing hanging out over his fucking chest like like drool fucking coming out of his mouth. And then there's just like a big fight sequence. Uh I don't know if you guys want to like highlight some of this cuz this is some of the worst
2: fucking co- choreography I've ever seen in my life. It's like a really bad version of the Raid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's just them running through a building. Like, there's no. Yeah. There's nothing, no, like, rhyme or reason to it. They're just. They're running and sometimes fighting and it doesn't work at all.
0: It's like goofy gags and we're like spilling gumballs and people are slipping on them. Fucking Billy locks one of the dude's hair in a fucking suitcase at one point. Okay, that was kind of funny. Yeah, effective. That was funny. But but they never follow up, follow up on it. He just leaves with the suitcase on his head. Because, uh, did a Bobo, Bane a Bobo comes in. <laughs> well, the, be- the, be- the best scene, the actual only fighting scene is between, uh, uh, What's his name? Mark De- Mark Dacascus and... Jimmy. And fucking Al Long. And they, like, have a legitimate martial arts fight. And it's like, oh, well, that was cool. More of that. Yeah, and I think Jimmy even gets, like, a broom at one point or a mop. And he's, like, kind of fighting him off with that. And that's fucking cool. Yeah. For, for a minute. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like Sean was saying, go ahead. Uh, but, yeah, then Bane Abobo comes in, this big motherfucker. Abobo Prime. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy looks like if he just punched you, your head would explode, much like what happened during uh, Transformers 2 that we were talking about earlier. And uh, he punches somebody in the face later on in the movie, and I'm like, how is that person even alive? Oh, it's so good. But he's definitely got that Bane, like Batman and Robin Bane kind of effect where he can never quite land a punch because he's so slow. Yeah. He's also—OK, he. Okay, so when I was a kid— I watched this, and I watched uh, Nothing But Trouble with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and Demi Moore. Fantastic. And, oh, it's a fantastic movie. Fantastic film, yes. I believe, uh, who just covered that? Um, Spookass Podcast just covered that with uh, Josh Lunchmeat. You guys should probably go check that episode out. Yeah, I always used to think Bobo because those fucking fat mutant things in the fucking junkyard that Demi Moore, like, has to deal with. Uh, I always thought of that and this guy at the same time, and I'm like, oh, I guess they're, like, related
2: or something when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they're brothers.
0: Yeah. He's supposed to be, like, that enemy from the game called Bobo, but, like, a Bobo is just essentially, like, bald bullies, like this Turkish dude with a big head. I don't know how the fuck this is uh, supposed to be the same character.
2: Vesiculated nutsack. sack. Uh, like, and later, like, Bobo, like, transcended Double Dragon. Like, he was in River City Ransom games. He's He's been in a ton of stuff, mm. and it's weird because... Knowing what a Bobo is and like video games to this, they're not the same at all. Yeah, no.
0: It's it's weird. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that makes no sense, but that one is just a real head-scratcher.
2: You, you know what Bo- Bobo reminds me of is um that guy from Yu Yu Hakusho, the, the big the big muscle dude. Oh, uh, Togoro?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, but T- Togoro was way cooler. Come on. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say,
2: he's like Togoro, but less, less cool. He's like a fucking Arkham mini-boss, dude. He is. He's, he's got Titan. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got a
0: Titan serum. Oh, he's got Titan in him for sure. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of everything. MD Oods, Titan, fucking Venom. He's got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Wesker's fucking pumping him full of G Vibe. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned before, I uh sean and and hunter mentioned before that he's played by a different actor he's played by fucking mdu favorite uh henry kingy uh scorpio was ready the scorpio is ready guy from predator 2 who was in john carpenter's vampires Just go check out that episode john carpenter's vampires definitely putting the clip in right there
1: Come and get it. The scorpio is ready. Yeah.
0: a bobo is ready that's all I got to say. Yeah, he's fucking ready. Ready to fall off a ledge about four seconds into the fight into a net.
2: Ready to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could get He He's like, he didn't hit the floor. He's in a net. <laughs> like, he is fine. He
0: goes to fucking fight Jimmy and Billy, and Satori, like, sneaks up behind him and, like, throws a, 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 a heavy bag at him, and he goes... F- Careening off a fucking uh, cliff or a a, a a a ledge. It's like the second story or some shit. Yeah, like off the fucking side of the opera house into a net. Like he's fine. And then he just like flails there like a magic carp or some shit. He goes, "Daddy," and then he passes out. So come to find out that Satori is actually. Shuko basically inside her with this fucking shadow power that he activated. And get used to it because he's fucking jumping inside everybody from here on out. Yep. And she starts beating the shit out of them so they lock her like in this this Daniel Stern from the fucking... What was that movie? Uh, 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 R- Rookie of the year when he gets like stuck like in this great area and they're like, "Oh, okay, what are you going to do now, Shuko?" and then he just like leaves her body and this <laughs> fucking bad shadow goes across the floor like Peter Pan shadow into a fucking Oh yeah. The camera turns to the left and he's like sitting there with like a wine glass or some bullshit. <laughs>
2: god he's he's smoking his fucking clove cigarettes man right right i don't know if you guys notice this but whenever he's in his shadow form he'll like grab things to like turn mm. it's so like i i don't understand like the physics of the shadow thing is he no is he like on another plane is this some sort of weird like clue, clue land thing where he has to like swing around he has like only four momentum like
0: a shadow dimension or something yeah
2: It's like it's like
0: fucking link link uh
2: what is that link between worlds when
0: you turn into the fucking painting and you're walking on the side of the wall. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just so I don't. It's so weird looking. I like some of the stuff. Like I like when he like
0: flies over the piano and like plays the keys and like fucks with shit. Yeah. That's cool. And what he does later, I kind of like when we're in the fucking foot headquarters. I think the idea of him turning by, like, grabbing onto things is kind of interesting on paper, but the execution, not so much. It
2: doesn't look right. Like, it's just, he's just kind of, like, touching someone's knee as he, like, flies by. Well,
0: (laughs) sure. So then he's sitting there with his wine glass, as I said, no, wait, and it was his cigar. I don't know where I was going with that. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you got to get her out of there, huh? Meanwhile, he shows Huey Lewis fucking pouring gasoline all over the fucking place. It's so much. It's so anticlimactic. He's just like, oh, you can't save Satori, huh? Will um, you give me the medallion or uh, I'll burn this place down? And they're like, no. And Huey Lewis just start dumping gas down the fucking like walkway between the uh, seats in the opera house. And he's like, huh. Okay, and then he just lights the fucking
2: place on fire, like, nonchalant as fuck. They use so much gasoline. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, it's like, it it almost, it's, it looks like, uh, like, like, the tide is coming inside the... Yeah. It's, like, foaming up. It's so weird. It's so, it's so much.
0: (laughs) Okay, I have a question. I have a legitimate question. We have gas that we're pouring... In this building to burn it down, but we're feeding our cars garbage to make them drive. <laughs> right, and then on top of that, the water is contaminated enough to be flammable. Why aren't we using that as a fuel source? What are we like? I just thought that was so fucking like what? Why all of this bullshit?
2: They need. They need. Everything's classified into weapons. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, everything is anti-renewable energy. They they want all this like gasoline just floating around. They like it that way.
2: This is the ultimate capitalist utopia.
0: Yes. It kind of is, especially by the time we get to the end of the film. Yes. Mm. There's also this uh, gas line that was broken by a Bobo while he was trying to get Jimmy and Billy, and that becomes important in about a minute. Yeah, uh, But they, they break uh, Satori out of the cage, even though they were ready to leave her ass behind at first. Well, right, until they let the place on fire. Right. So then they they go to leave out the back door where uh, Shuko came in, and Satori acts acts like she's going to go with them, but then kind of fakes them out and then locks the door behind them. Yeah, I guess the budget ran out for her, and that was that. (laughs) I don't know what she thought she was going to do. Like, this guy can turn into a shadow and go, like, under the door. Like, I don't know how she thought this was going to stop him at all. They show her get beat up, like, before, but it cuts, like, right as the door closes uh, of him going to like hit her and then she's just like on the floor and I guess knocked out or whatever and then the, the, the Lees can't get into the fucking building so they run away and this place explodes and Satori is dead yeah straight up kaboom Norm's across the fucking street <laughs> Then we go to this VR by the way. Is it the VR? Yeah, you know, looking at his sister's ass or something. No, he's on a roller coaster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's look Yeah, he's looking at Elisa Milano's 3D ass in this in this fucking uh headset. He's got a pillow over his pants. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't lock the door. He's
2: worried his parents are going to walk in.
0: I thought Dad was at work. What are you What are you doing there, bro? Uh I'm playing a roller coaster ride. Uh what, what's up? Yeah, well, whatever. I'm going out. Tell Dad I'm staying at Melanie's, but I'm really going to do the power
2: core stuff. Uh huh.
0: All right. Have fun. Have fun at your hangout or whatever.
2: It is really weird that this movie predicted the Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the rift. That was the word I was looking for. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't peg it down. But with like SNES
2: Star Fox graphics
0: and Virtual Boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. He doesn't Virtual Boy. He's playing uh, Nestor's Funky Bowling. And- <laughs>
0: So uh, Shoku fucking puts out. He gets all the gangs together, and he's like, he's like, okay, tell all the gangs that uh, they work for me now, and they have to go find the medallion on Billy Lee and Jimmy Lee. And then it cuts to inside Foot Headquarters, and fucking Michael Berryman is here. Waxing to the to, to all these gang members like ah oh, well, we're the best and why we're not taking orders from this motherfucker and all this shit. Bane's there. You see all these people going Gotham, 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 Gotham. Dude, it looks like they're fighting in an Arkham level. It is. It's it's missing Don the Dragon Wilson. Like this should have all been blacklight. Oh, <laughs> but Michael Barryman is like kind of dressed like if you've seen Coneheads, like you know that outfit they have to wear at the end when they when they fight the uh, monster. Oh, Snarfle the Garfunky. Yeah. Yeah, there they, he looks like he's got one of those costumes on. <laughs> this like real tattered looking fucking outfit. Kinda. He looks like a like a like somebody like cheap cosplaying as like a knight in King Arthur's court, right? Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be like the leader of the maniacs, which is just like an amalgamation of all these different weirdos. The Hills Have Eyes gang, yeah. Yeah, that has a mailman. Oh my! We'll fucking get to it. And polka dot man, apparently. Po- there's there's all like it's like the warriors. We'll get there. <laughs> so yeah, he he's basically saying like ah, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna bow down to this guy. And then, uh, you hear this, uh, doorbell sound effect of the La Cucaracha song, and they turn to the left, and Kel Mitchell's there dancing. No, wait, that doesn't <laughs> happen. Wrong movie. Wait a second. Uh, no, Robert Patrick walks in, and he's, like, gloating. Michael Berryman calls him a snarf or some shit, and this is actually kind of neat, because he uses the metal to turn into, uh, a shadow, and he, like, shadow chokes Michael Berryman to death in front of everyone, and I guess becomes king. <laughs> I guess he can do that now.
2: He's got what uh, Palpatine wishes he had. Like,
0: yes, exactly.
2: I again, the the physics of the shadow are so weird. They're not consistent at all. No, it's like Dracula's shadow.
0: It's like whatever whatever the scene needs it to do, it does.
2: Yeah. Arguably, he's got the better power of the abullet. I think. Besides, like the, the the invulnerability is nice, but like. Man, he can just do whatever the script... He's got the script. That's his power.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Would you, rather, would you rather have Kitty Pride's powers, or would you rather have Colossus? Like, both very good powers, but going through walls is a lot more convenient. And the po- There's the whole possession angle also, but... oh, well, that too, yeah. You
2: could also, like, if you really don't like someone, you could put your arm inside of them or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, right, and materialize, yeah.
2: So, I guess...
0: He technically owns the city now, doesn't he? Cuz he controls the gangs? Yeah, he he, he controls the fight club for sure he controls the fight club yeah uh they switch sides without any question they're like oh okay he beat our leader sure he's in charge <laughs> he gives he's a he's a pretty good leader he gives everyone equal pay he gives them a raise equal pay but everybody gets the same uh they split the turf up yeah minimum wage no health benefits no you get benefits they get dental and vision uh it's a pretty good gig yeah
2: oh the the hours sometimes get a little much but you know he's paying them fairly and you know You got to do what you got to do. You got to give and take, you know, Hunter? You you got to put food on the table, and that's what comes down to it.
0: Where do I sign up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign me up for the fucking, uh, what is that, the mailman gang? They got the mailman gang, the (laughs) clown gang, the fucking mountain biking
2: gang. I want to dress up as a pizza delivery man for Domino's. (laughs) Oh, let's start at the pizza delivery gang. I don't think they had one of those. The, the, The Domino's boys.
0: The delivery guys, TM. I got the pizza guys. Yeah, that's, yep. Mm-hmm. there it is speaking of dominoes and uh, specifically their cheesy bread we see uh <laughs> we see jimmy's fucking car the engine just covered in cheese oh yeah
2: and a, a bobo still alive
0: yeah he gets pulled out of the rubble by uh Alyssa milano's people and he's
2: awful like docile about it too like he's not yeah he's just kind of passive And they're just like, come on,
0: Bobo, you're coming with us. And I'm like, what? Are you going to hang out with this fucking? I mean, Jesus Christ, what they do to him is ridiculous. (laughs) But then we do cut to Jimmy fucking in peril over the car being covered in cheese. And he does something really fucked up where Billy's kind of like, they're positioned like kind of under a bridge near the ocean. And uh, Billy's looking at, presumably, the last picture he has of him, his brother, and Satori. And Jimmy, like, in a fit of rage over the engine getting ruined, like, rips it out of his hand and throws it in the ocean. Yeah, it's it's really messed up. It's in a lunchbox, dude. That Giver unit's gone. I think that was the Giver 3 <laughs> unit. <laughs> We could have used that to stop him. Yeah, right? Put that on. That, that that would beat the shit out of that fucking amulet.
2: I don't know about you guys, but, like, the engine, the cheesy engine made me really want to grill cheese.
0: <sighs> yeah. Again, I was thinking about a chicken and a biscuit, crackers, and cheese whiz, dude. Sign me up. Ooh.
2: Yep. That, the, yep there it is. That's what I want.
0: <laughs> I just got to think, like, like we said a little bit earlier, like, okay, maybe just New Angeles is all fucked up and the rest of the world's fine, but we really don't ever find out. But, like, there's no way you're getting another picture of this woman with you guys. Like, it's just gone. No, and Jimmy's like a total dick about it. He's like, Wh- whatever, just forget about it. We got to go, I don't know what, leave town? Not go fight uh, Shoku, just fucking leave. Right, and uh, they they just somehow, by happenstance, walk into this fucking ambush. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> In this playground slash
2: junkyard. It's awful, like, open. Like, th- like yeah. th- there is no reason to go here, I don't think. <laughs>
0: I, they were trying to, like, get away, I guess, and then uh, they're like, wait a second, it's the daytime, what are all you gangs doing out?" And they're like, well, we, g- uh, Kogushuko is our boss now and we
2: want that medallion. I do love that they told, like, Kogoshuko's just like, the sun's okay, you can go out during the day. <laughs> oh. Are you sure?
0: I can't, though. Oh, wow, it doesn't burn us. Huh. I'm a shadow master I can't go out during I can bright light fucks me up. He's like a gremlin that guy uh, and also the water is just gas. Again, by the way, it's either it's either so polluted that you'll fucking skin'll melt off or it's gasoline and it's combustible. Right, because that's gonna be important in a moment because they get into this massive fight with like we were talking about polka dot man, mailman. Oh my god, dude. There's a gang dressed up as like school kids and like seventies disco cokeheads and mountain bikers. Uh Mr. Mime Fingered Clown, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of shit. And then. Y- Leroy and Skillet are there from Petey Wheatstraw.
2: There's Beaver Cleaver. He's there.
0: <laughs> Dr. Mitten Hands walking around eating people. <laughs> oh my god. See, that would have been better. If Mitten Spider was here, a better movie. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, also, kick up this fucking Ferris Bueller ass fight music. Is that the same guys who did the Ferris Bueller song? The wow, wow. <laughs>
2: it sure seems like it is you
0: know and it's like a fight music version of that anyway it's it's horrible it's a terrible fight scene yeah it's rough it's not good they they basically like try to hide because there's so many people going after them they go into like they go into like this boathouse wait a second we got forgot the best part this guy rivals the I got the pizza guy. And that's that's the fucking <laughs> airmail air mail guy. Oh, the mailman, right. There's like a mailman gang. And he's on the top of this water tower. And the leaves are down below. And he's like, AIRMAN! And he jumps off the fucking water
2: tower and just face plants into the ground. Okay, am I crazy? Or is he holding a package or like some sort of mail? He's got a, he's got like Sinbad's fucking uh, pouch. I was gonna say, is it a bomb? Yeah. Like, is it for them? Is that the implication? Is that he has their mail and he's just really dedicated to getting to them? It's possible. That's Amazon's new drone service, dude. Oh yes, jumps off a fucking cliff at
0: you. <laughs> Some guy on a on a wire jumps down at you.
2: <laughs> Some. Dude, we'll climb on your roof and do an elbow. A Randy Savage, elbow drop on you to get you your mail.
0: Just to make sure you get that package. We'll RKO you into the package, actually. <laughs> you better hope it's not fragile.
2: So, so like Sean said,
0: they go into this boathouse, which is a huge, like, it's a horrible idea because it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just swim out even though the fucking water's toxic sludge uh, gasoline. And then they got to tease us like we're fucking jerk offs with this motorcycle. Like, oh, yeah, look at this cool motorcycle. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool actually, a motorcycle chase? No. It falls apart. Billy goes to start it and it falls apart and it's a gag. And I'm like, uh, "Why even have it?" Hilarious. I'm assuming that's something in the games. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe
2: it's so weird. This whole movie feels like I, I took bat LSD or something. <laughs> I
0: also like wonder when uh face off came out. It's gotta be in this pocket somewhere because <laughs> they get in this boat and it feels like face off for like two minutes. Kinda. There's this is fucking hilarious part that got a legitimate laugh out of me because One of the punks, like, looks through the hole, and he's like, I see you. And he's like, no, you can't. And he sticks a fucking broom in his eye. (laughs) God. (laughs) Right. Before they board the boat, they do that. They break out of the side of this boathouse, like, with a fucking speedboat that's made out of, like, sheet metal. Yeah, I don't know how they got enough, got up to enough speed to break through that fucking wall, but okay, sure. Well, they had to. You want to know why? Because it's finally the jet ski gang's time to shine. (laughs) Yes yes they've been waiting all fucking day for a water chase right all year even yeah are you sure it's safe to be out here are you you sure our legs are okay being coated in this gasoline like uh substance all day yeah sure no problem
2: bob don't light a cigarette okay what happens if like some of that splashes in their face like that is terrible like a jet ski would be terrible in those waters you better find an
0: eyewash station fast
2: yeah this is not OSHA-regulated, this gang.
0: <laughs> they have high-tech fucking rash guards, man. Wetsuits and high-tech helmets that shoot fucking missiles out of the back of these fucking uh, jet skis.
2: Okay, that is actually pretty rad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, these fucking thugs have, like, crazy uh, high-tech equipment uh, that they use to, I don't know, what, hunt people,
2: maybe? who is Who is building this for them? That is my question. I, I don't know
0: the tinkerer i think john Hurt is building all this shit and just kind of like selling it to them on the
2: dl oh my god he he is like the tinkerer for this universe like he i mean <laughs> this is the mdu i'm selling them make a tech for their jet skis that yes actually you know what that i i've i've decided my headcanon is way better for this movie than the actual movie is <laughs> So, uh, so, yeah, we're treated
0: to the uh, the Lethal Weapon show at Six Flags. I'm pretty sure that this is even the same music that they use. Very close, if not exactly it. And uh, they end up, like, running into, like, a sunken street sign, and the boat explodes, but somehow they don't die. Yeah, but then we also get, like, an orca-ass moment where <laughs> this explosion, like, goes off next to, like... A stack of a, of a I guess explosive barrels, I guess that's we're supposed to just assume. And then this entire like refinery or this like series of buildings explode. Drum barrel whatever who could give a shit like we need an explosion here do it orc is in the background screaming richard harris is crying i like what is happening billy and jimmy are okay yeah and they're like in this fucking putrid water and they're like don't get any in your mouth because you'll fucking shit your brains out for six weeks and lose your hair and it's like god you're probably going blind you have infections if you have an open cut you are fucked Got a mouth sore, you're done. It's also that thing where it's like, I get it for plot purposes, like the little bit of plot we have here, but it's like, just fucking hang out on the jet ski for like a few minutes. They can't hold their breath forever if there's any chance they're alive and then just shoot them in the fucking head when they pop up. (laughs) Right? Done.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's it's like, it's so simple that they've overcomplicated everything.
0: It's just like, why did the Wet Bandits wait until the end of the second movie to shoot Kevin? They should have just done that in the beginning of the first one. Right.
2: Very different movie series. Well, Joe Pesci <laughs> wanted to
0: fucking bite his fingers off and do some sadistic shit to him. I
2: mean, Kevin is kind of a serial killer.
0: But uh, yeah, in the making for sure. Yeah. Oh, we get some fucking Home Alone shit later too. I guess they just threw that fucking in there. <laughs> why not? Fuck it. So uh, we cut back to to uh, Robert Patrick and Huey Lewis. Huey and Lewis come in, and he's like, Huey, Lewis, any news? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, help me. You know he he named him that just to make that joke. Robert Patrick has handfuls of the scenery, <laughs> and he's just jamming them into his mouth in this scene. In this scene? The whole movie? Yeah, I know, but, like, specifically this scene, though, he's fucking going over the top. No, yeah. He
2: is arguably the best part.
0: Yeah, and and, and that's... Pretty much, it. and they they say, "Oh, they're fucking dead or whatever." Get them med- a go go scuba dive for the medallion, and then we cut to the fucking Power Core '90s Foot Clan hideout, and Lisa Milano is force feeding a Bobo spinach as a torture tactic to get
2: him to talk. Uh, it does not look like spinach. What?
0: are you talking about well don't forget hunter this is uh new angeles spinach it's not exactly the spinach we're used to no this ain't your grandma's spinach this ain't popeye's
2: spinach by any stretch you need gloves to handle this spinach this scene i i worry is someone's sexual awakening like it is (laughs) yeah it's bane of bobo's (laughs) (laughs) bane of bobo I am worried that someone found a fetish out of this because it is disgusting. When I was a kid I didn't understand this.
0: Uh and I don't know if I do now, because is he like a is he like a bad guy that just likes sweets and junk food and it's like I'm gonna feed you spinach until you're sick. And he's farting and shit and oh uh, it's hilarious. I'll lay it on you. She uh she wants to clean out his colon, which will in turn clean out his soul and get him on their side. Oh, obviously. gotcha. They're p- out with the bad of Bobo and in with the good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit and fart out all the negative <laughs> aspects of yourself of Popo, and come over to the light side. Shit out that Titan, that that G-Virus. They also have a generator which uh, we, we should just talk about for a second because it comes into effect at the end of the film and it kind of just goes off randomly and then they need to turn the party back on. Oh my
2: God is that why they're called the Power core? Oh no!
0: <laughs> Maybe I just
2: figured this out.
0: I don't fucking know. Uh, Billy and Jimmy show up to this place, and there's like a gag with like use the use the other door. Well, what about this one? It's a, it's a fake out, and they fall through a fucking hole into like minecart madness from Donkey Kong. And then Alyssa Milano's just like, oh, why didn't you take the other door?
2: Get it? Oh, I was about to say, oh, I didn't realize there was another door. <laughs> <laughs> take the stairs,
0: dumbass. Oh, you just have a big sign for your fucking secret hideout. They they fall onto this giant mat and they're like surrounded by like these kids. Want a cigarette? There's all these little reefer addicts. They're all tie-dyed and all fucking high. They're like, you know, you killed my buzz, man. What are you doing here? And uh, Marion has on, you know, we're talking about this tie-dye outfit. But at this point, she now has, like, this weird, like, denim, like, tie-dye outfit on where it's like she has these really, like, long uh, boots made out of tie dye that go all the way up to, like, her kneecaps and these, like, uh, these gloves made out of denim that go up to her elbows that just look stupid as shit she looks like she was late for the opening dance number for in living color man i i don't know why it's like half of half of tie-dyed pants and then like a garter belt and then shorts that go up her ass i, I don't know in a coat she is redefining double denim
2: yes she is rocking this new version of the canadian tuxedo
0: <laughs> i was gonna say is this the new angeles uh tuxedo it might be yes yes they just love denim. Joseph's Technicolor Amazing Dream Dreamcoat or whatever the fuck it is. So then they have a meeting because I guess Billy and Jimmy, they need help to try to f- defeat this guy. And Marion's kind of like, well, fuck this guy anyway. So it basically comes to a head, the conversation, because she's like, oh, h- how come you guys can't get that thing to work? That would help a lot. And uh Billy's like, ah, uh, he's like, oh, it's just been, it's been like a bad penny so far. We we never, we never tried doing it together. Let's do it, Mario. You just got to believe. Just hold the other side of this medallion. Bend over, Alyssa Milano. Let's stare at your <laughs> ass. That might help. That. I think that's the trick. I think that's, yeah, just, just keep doing that. Yep. Keep, yep. Mm-hmm. It's, something's happening all right downstairs.
2: It's the 90s. We don't got any
0: other jokes. <laughs> kick it and let's see your ass again yeah so they uh, they both grab the medallion and they kind of fake us out because you hear this like humming sound like something's happening and then it's oh it's a joke because some guy comes in with like a long tube and he's like fucking you know jiggling it and it's making a sound They're like oh we thought we really did it that time we are we are 58 <laughs> minutes into this film do not fuck with me <laughs> with this medallion don't do it i want to see the double dragon already keep waiting (laughs) so we get we get the fucking the the clamp cable network building or or the shuko center and you see just how much money this motherfucker has and i'm like I, i i wasn't putting it together until they did this but he's like apparently like one of the richest people in the world he's scrooge mcduck really yeah like but he lives in this bombed out town that got like totally decimated from an earthquake he could
2: leave at any time
0: he is king there already. Again, he took over the gangs. He's the richest guy in the fucking world. What, is, what more do you need? Apparently the other half of, adult, of a double dragon medallion. He needs that fucking bad costume jewelry, man. To match his hairstyle. Yeah,
2: he, he's just trying to complete his look. That's all he's after.
0: <laughs> It'll give him some
2: bonuses.
0: And we segue right into the fucking New Radicals music video for you get what you give because these kids are fucking skateboarding and doing ollies and grinding on the fucking fountain in the lobby of this place oh they're having a
2: grand old time there's a dude with like one of those (laughs) like when they were doing the the medallion thing there's a dude with one of those uh things you spin around that makes a whistling noise yes right well
0: yeah that's the guy who walks in and they think it's like the medallion working but it's this guy fucking around with a tube
2: like what what is he doing what's he up to (laughs) He's just stoned.
0: I wonder if he was doing that at the raid, like, everyone's going around on these these skates and shit, like, fucking with security guards, and he's just, like, in the corner, like, (laughs) (laughs) He's distracting. Um, they ate a fucking batch of pop brownies and then they just like you know spray painted like save the earth on the side of the Shuko's building and they're fucking you know they're just fucking around doing stupid shit man where seriously where do I sign up <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: he's just tripping balls like spinning that whistle thing
0: <laughs> and you get to watch Elisa milano bend over well I don't even care about that I'll just I, I don't even care about that I'll just take the weed brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the corner, I'll I'll be hanging out, just relaxing. We're all privy to it, because we're, this is the scene, this is the big ass shot, because... The security gets distracted by this big commotion, like, ah, we need backup! And they leave their desk, and we get the shot, uh, initially from the security camera, of her bending over. (laughs) To do her Batman Arkham fucking move, ripping the uh, grate off the wall. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking egregious, dude, like, it's, the camera's just like... in her ass did she just like not give two fucks at the time like was she just like "Yeah, it's a paycheck like if people want to look at it I'll get paid more whatever man I guess how old is she fucking 18 20 in this movie maybe her early 20s I really have no idea she's like late teens maybe I think Anyway, uh, so the guys are, so you have that unspoken thing, like, oh, I'm gonna go first to to crawl through the fucking vents so I can look at her ass. Well, let's, let's, it it is unspoken, but their eyes are locked on it as she's crawling in. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're homing, the fucking homing missile on that thing. Anyway, the fucking, the air shaft is big enough for three of them to walk side by side. They're pushing each other out of the way to
2: see who can get behind her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But the air shaft is three people wide. Like, it. I don't... It's like... With Alyssa Milano in this movie, like It really feels like they got her before they even wrote the script. And they were just like, all right, well, we need like a vehicle for her to bend over in this movie for. So, like, maybe we get the rights to Double Dragon.
0: Hey, did you guys see the Vampire's Embrace movie where she showed her boobs? Did that come out yet? Okay, get her for fucking Double Dragon, baby. (laughs) About the video game that, uh, or or the the cartoon based on the video game, or whatever it is. The cartoon based
2: on the video game. I honestly just imagine like the producers for the movie are. like the 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 producers from uh peter jackson's king kong where they're just like will there be boobies like that's them
0: no no no. you gotta show at least his ass that that's part of the contract (laughs) it's gonna put asses literally in seats um Elisa Milano's dad is, like, meeting with Shuko because he's, like, the chief of police or something, and he's trying to make a deal. And the whole time, Billy, like, pulls out fuck uh, a fishing line that he has in his pocket, and they're, like, trying to fish the medallion off the fucking
2: desk. It's very obvious what they're doing. And even Lash is, like, looking at them doing it. Yeah.
0: She's watching it the whole time, like, Robert Patrick and the chief. watch well, actually, the chief does notice it at one point. He doesn't say anything. Uh, but Robert Patrick keeps missing, it, and then Lash grabs a fucking halberd off the wall, off this, like, <laughs> samurai statue, and just fucking starts thrusting it into the air vent. I'm surprised she didn't fucking shish kebab uh, Jimmy, dude. She was right there. She
2: could have grabbed it. Like, at any time. Oh, the string. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was, like, within reach of it, and she just does nothing but wait until it's halfway up there. <laughs> so they, f- you
0: know, the more I talk about this, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fucking dumb. They fall out of the, the-, the air shaft. <laughs> Melissa Milana goes, oh, hey, Dad, does that mean I'm grounded? <laughs> and then uh, Robert Patrick, like taunts the Lees with the with the other half of the medallion and literally fakes them out so they jump down a fucking elevator shaft. He
2: fucking bugs as them. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. And he fucked with, complete with Toro.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he gives them ropes to hold on to so they don't just die and make his job easier. Uh, Their hands are fucking ripped to <laughs> tr- shit. That's true. They're, it's... The movie's over, and then uh, at first Alyssa uh, Milano's like kind of helping her dad, but as she's about to get attacked by by uh, Lash, the dad tackles her and is like, "Get the hell out of here!" So she kind of like sidesteps Robert Patrick and jumps down the uh, pit too. Yeah. And then Robert Patrick just he turns into the fucking shadow creature and fucking follows them down the pit. They fucking fall down into Umbrella Labs, dude. They just go right down the fucking shaft to the to to the basement. Right, right. They the area we saw earlier where a Bobo gets fucking roided up. And they're like passing all these corpses on these tables and shit. And uh, apparently they're not dead. They're just, like, in stasis or some shit. You think Daniel Baldwin's on one of these fucking uh, tables? Getting ready for his fucking mutant jump back in time to fix the fucking time, uh, uh, timeline? He's in the other tower. <laughs> you're Daniel Baldwin's in another tower? Yeah. He's with Koopa and Yoshi. Getting licked by that fucking Dennis Hopper tongue. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sly's in there, though. I know you're saying he's uh, Judge Dredd, but... He's there. He's there. He's somewhere. He's right next to Austin Powers, yeah. And Walt Disney's head. (laughs) (laughs) So they go down here and they're walking around like, oh, what is with all these bodies? Yeah, don't worry. They're they're not going to come back. They can't hurt you. It doesn't matter. That's a plot point we're not going to follow up on. Fuck it. Yes and no, because it's like, if you're watching the movie- And if you're one of the characters in the movie, you should know better because this guy can enter bodies and and control them. But they're so fucking stupid, they don't even think of that. No, sure, but I just mean the bodies in general. Like, is he going to create an army of abobos? Like, what's the deal there? Oh, right yeah yeah what is the plan right instead he possesses like some dead basketball player and kind of goes after him yeah kareem abdul jabbar is there and like that was my first thought he he just and you know it's him because he does his signature fucking knuckle crack that he (laughs) does throughout the whole movie but he does nothing with this body he wastes it he does he goes after him and he, he tries to punch him a few times and then they drop like a wall on him yeah they open a door and it crushes him and then he slips out and then they turn on a fucking fan and he gets sucked out and Alyssa milano's like is that it is the movie over nope there's still fucking 30 minutes left also this fan talk about osha violation this thing like (laughs) yeah wow what is
2: it what is its function it just starts sucking them out like it's a fucking space uh uh
0: shuttle thing
2: this whole place is a death trap that dude gets killed like a looney tunes character
0: it may be the fan that killed chucky and razorback we're not sure uh, yeah, the, it's almost like they're getting sucked out of an airlock. It's weird. And uh, Alyssa Milano stops it, and then he comes back, but he goes in, like, this this life-size, well, not life-size, this human-size pinhead from fucking Puppet Master comes alive and comes after them. Oh, my God. This motherfucker fell out of Wild Wild West, dude. He's got, like, a metal top of his head and, like, fucking metal arms and shit. Yeah. I was
2: having, expecting him to have Gigan arms where it's, like, hooks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two chainsaws or Megalani's got drills. So then Billy and Alyssa Milano like get stuck behind where that that uh fan was. Essentially, they 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 are escaping. But Jimmy, he gets caught by by Shur- uh, Shuko mm-hmm. in a bear hug. You know Shuko inside this this person monster thing. And that's it. So Jimmy's kidnapped, and they they just leave. And then we cut to the fucking police station, and dad is like giving the cops around he's like we got to get out there we got to go bust some ass and the cops are like no man the gangs fucking took over like fuck you and he's like one cop goes you just want to go out there to save your daughter and he's like my daughter he's like my daughter's doing my job out there that's hurting my frail ma- male ego i can't let her do my job that's why we got to go out there and do something about it. Uh, all these security guards looking at her butt. <laughs> Everybody's looking at my daughter's ass. And I'm not going to stand for it anymore. <laughs> One guy's like, oh, did you catch that VR, dude?" Or, "Okay. <laughs> it's blowing up on the App Store." <laughs> her only fan, she must be brave. She must bring in the money. That's how she supports everyone. That's how she
2: keeps the power on. She's paying that rent. <laughs> That's the power core? That's the fucking
0: that's the income for all that fucking ecto cooler and '90s music and tie dye and all that fucking reefer, dude. She's rolling in the dough. She's got a fucking blank check just with
2: her ass. Could be. Speaking of power core, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in like in in that lair, they had a double dragon arcade machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Po- We're about to get to that part, and that pissed me off so much. Ah, uh, it was such like a. That's one of those fuck you things. That's like the Boobo thing, right from Clash of the Titans. <laughs> yeah. I, I get what they're going for. They're trying to do, a, you know, oh, here's the game. Like, isn't that cool? But it is just so on the fucking nose. Why does that exist in the same universe? It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. So dad decides to take it, the law into his own hands and I don't know what, go after Shuko? mark. Uh, he doesn't show up till the fucking very end. He just fucking drives out of the movie. But the rest of the cops don't. They're like, oh, chief, where are you going? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the chief just left with a with a Humvee. So we cut to we cut to Jimmy and and Shuko and Shuko just like gives Jimmy the rundown. He's like, you know, uh, I killed your dad, by the way. Um, I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, I was friends with your dad, and he found the medallion, and he he didn't even know what he had, and I was like, let me use it. Don't put it in a museum. And your dad said no, so I killed him. And um, that's pretty much it. What do you think? That's pretty much that's that's the plot dump. What what do you think? And Jimmy, like he's mad, but he is not mad enough for finding out that this guy murdered his father. He's just like, oh, you you son of a bitch, you're going to pay. He doesn't care that he killed his surrogate mother. He doesn't care that he killed his father, his real father. Um, and he's fucking, you know, he's going on in the corner. Like, you know, it was my birthday and I wanted it. So I took it and I killed Deagle and that was that. Right. And then, uh, he's like, okay, I'm not going to tell you anything. So shoot goes like, all right, well then you need to die. Uh, one thing I do need to mention now because it's going to come up in a few minutes and I'm, and I'm going to complain about it. When Shuko comes back from getting destroyed by the fan originally, he kind of tries to go into Billy's body, but it doesn't work. And that's why he goes in this mechanical zombie. Right. He's protected by the medallion. Right. And uh, there's a major uh, plot hole created because of that in a little bit. So we cut back to, th- this is the climax of the movie, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Um, we cut back to fucking Pro, uh, the Power Core headquarters. And this motherfucking place looks like the pit stage from, from Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> but with ecto-cooler. <laughs> it's full of ecto-cooler. If you get fucking thrown in there, you turn it into fucking bones. Um, we're hanging out there, and all of a sudden, the gang's just besieged this place, blowing through the fucking windows and shit, and again, we have a, a, another big fight scene, who could give a shit. Billy, like, throws a fucking paint can with a rope on it, Gets he fucking gets this dude with a, <laughs> with a uh, uh, Kevin McAllister special, pulls him into the fucking acid bath. One of the Lost Boys rolls up, like, a cannonball and goes down the stairs and takes out a bunch of them. So, the the lash woman comes up and like catches Elisa Milano and she's like, now who's the boss? Oh God. (laughs) Remember? Cause you were on that show with Tony
2: Danza. Remember Samantha? You remember Samantha? I would love it. If like, she was just like, this truly is the days of our lives. And then they just, she lost the fight. <laughs> oh my God. God.
0: No, instead she had some kind of line like, oh, I'm going to put you in a hospital because the, the other woman was on general hospital. It's like stupid as hell. Oh uh, God, I just got that one too. Fuck, fuck. No, she says generally I put people in the hospital. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Fuck you, fuck you. So I forgot the order of events a little bit here, but I know that, um... At one point, Billy gets a fucking, like, uh, a wire cutter and just, like, tosses it to Alyssa Milano. Cuts Lash's whip and then up fucking Tiger Uppercuts her. I was saying, I was watching this uh, with my girlfriend and, you know, she had to suffer through this a little bit earlier today. And uh, I said to her, I was like, why wouldn't you just hit her in the head with the fucking wire cutters and call it a day? And she was like, yeah, I would have done the same damn thing. Well, why don't you just beat the shit out of her? and call it a day well that too one or the other but you know just a single punch that's all it takes okay dude she ties her up to a fucking pole gives her the fucking general hospital line and then somebody else some other random thug comes and accidentally punches her in the face and knocks her out thank god it wasn't a bobo she would have been paced oh poor bobo is in a fuck. is in like a bathroom he's in like the maniac bathroom well he's been shitting his brains out he's been dropping a whole bunch of Denise Richards bombs in there <laughs>
2: It's funny because, like, when he looks in the mirror, it's like, it's like a dog recognizing himself in the mirror. It's so funny.
0: He's, it's like the stepfather dude when he fucking wipes the thing away and he's a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I here? Who am? Am I a Bobo here or uh, I don't know? Where am I Scorpio? I'm not sure anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like I was saying, he cleaned out his colon, he cleaned out his soul, and he's, he's ready to help out Alyssa Milano now, I guess. Oh, yeah, dude. He's fighting for the good dudes. And he very easily, uh, much like a juggernaut-like character would, or Bane, like I was saying earlier, uh, breaks out without any effort and uh, joins the fray as it's wrapping up. This is where, okay, so Jimmy shows up and it's Shuko, spoilers, Um, and he fights Billy and he's like, give me the other half of the medallion. Or b- you can't beat me up because I'm your brother, so give me the medallion. And then we get the fucking, the part where Billy gets backed up to the Double Dragon arcade cabinet and he like kicks a fucking hole in the, in the monitor. He starts giving him like this fucking Romulus and Remus uh, uh, story. Yeah. Here's my question though. This is the part I was just referring to. They set up this whole concept that when you have the medallion on, he cannot possess you. Put the fucking medallion on Jimmy and he should be booted out of the body. Not necessarily. I think Shuko would have both halves of the medallion. I think so. You think so? Okay. I mean, you know what? It doesn't really matter because moments later, just the fucking medallion just for no reason whatsoever just falls off of Jimmy's neck like the necklace part disappears. Or uh, Billy's, excuse me. No, Billy rips it off, and he goes, fuck this stupid thing, and he throws it, and then the dragon amulet, like, his half, like, stops in midair and then comes back to him, and I guess he unlocks his powers by fucking, what, throwing it away? You know what I mean? Yeah, what is it, a yo-yo? <laughs> like, he just had to, he had to, he had to, like, say it wasn't real, and the,
2: man of the aliens like, no,
0: I am real, here's your power.
2: He just needed to be really, really whiny for a minute. That's all he needed. Yeah. He had to play to its uh, inferiority complex.
0: Basically.
2: And then he said, my body is ready. Because now he's fucking invincible. And then he goes, if you excuse me, I have to go play Animal Crossing on my Nintendo 3DS. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some Wii music over here.
0: Just watch. Jimmy Shuko fucking kicks Billy through a fucking brick wall, and he's like, oh, that didn't hurt. I'm fine. And then uh, uh basically Shuko talking through Jimmy's like, yeah, okay, give me the medallion, the other half of the medallion, or I'm going to kill Jimmy. And he's like, yeah, yeah just do it, who cares, and there's, like, this weight bag above him, and he pushes him out of the way at the last possible second and just takes this right on the neck, and he's like, eh, whatever, I'm invincible. Yeah, he, like, throws the medallion, it, like, falls out of his hands because the bag hits him, but, like, Shuko leaves Jimmy, but we don't see him do it, which is weird, right? Well, eh, whatever, either way, he's got both pieces. Whatever. Who fucking cares? He puts it together and he becomes the Shadow Master, question mark. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This motherfucker sucks all of the neon up from this, from Mega City 1 and becomes the Shadow Master. He's just, uh, cluing everybody in on his, uh, location. Judge Red is gonna be there any minute to blow his head off. <sighs> he turns into, like, two fucking demon things that fight billy and jimmy but why they're, but they're not i don't know if he just used the same powers he's been using the entire movie he could have very fucking easily defeated these guys just go in their bodies and slit their throat that's it done just kill them there's nothing stopping you you have a fucking katana and they have nothing they have an a bobo <laughs> Get out of my way. Hey, what's up, fat man? When when he walks out, he he punches that guy in the face like Sean said before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy's... De- talk about pace. That guy is paced. That guy's dead.
2: That dude's neck is just, like, snapped in half. He,
0: he looks like Harold from fucking Leprechaun 4, the, the drop-dead Fred guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> His face is, like, flat as a fucking pancake after that. A Bobo sacrifices a man just to tell Alyssa Milano that Shoku hates bright lights like he's a fucking Mogwai <laughs> so what does she do she goes to start the fucking generator she finally gets this thing kicking up and it like blinds Shuko and the the brothers kick Shukai oh yeah Shuko uh, Kogapuko. Koga <laughs> they kick him and he fucking like molds back together and the amulet flies off of him question mark and splits into two Um, and then finally <laughs> after an hour and 30 minutes, the two halves of the, medall- of the medallion are put together and we become Double Dragon TM. Yeah. And we get we get a reversal on the previous line where Robert Patrick was like, when they were about to say, oh shit, and he goes, that's right. And now it's like, he's about to say, oh shit. And they're like, yeah, that's
2: right. I love, they have the, the costumes, like they have the Double Dragon geese. They look terrible. But then Billy makes fun of it immediately.
0: Did they ever wear geese in the games i think in the second one i thought they were like just street
2: clothes or like vests and shit they're wearing vests in like karate pants like yes it's like but like in this that's very much like kung fu inspired yeah they look bad i don't like the suits
0: i i like the idea but they just look like these like bedazzled pieces of shit that they kind of threw together not only that It's just, it's too late
2: for this. (laughs) Yep, it's like, what, this movie's like 95 minutes long, this is like 94 minutes in. (laughs) Oh, just about. You should have did this 30 minutes ago. They should have, what they should have done, and
0: on some level I understand why they didn't do it this way, but they should have gotten the powers somewhere towards the middle, whipped his ass, and then lost them and then he became all powerful and they had to beat him without the powers that would have been that makes a lot of sense it might not have saved this movie but it would have been a lot more entertaining Incoherent.
2: and coherent and then he gets a sweet like purple version of that suit that's huh. right <laughs>
0: It throws off the bison jacket. And he actually gets, like, the mask and becomes the Shadow Master with the fucking long fucking white mullet and everything. Oh, my God. And he's, like, a reverse Super Saiyan. Like, when he gets the medallions, instead of his hair turning uh gold, it, like, turns b- all brown.
2: He powers up for four minutes while they watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, so they beat him up, and then you're just like, okay, please, movie, that's enough. Just end it. Like, that fight was, sh- that fight was shit. Right, it was so anticlimactic because he doesn't have the powers anymore, so he's just a regular dude getting his ass kicked. Uh... Then, like, Jimmy goes into him and, like... Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get away from this scene too much, when they get the costumes, they take a moment to talk to the disembodied spectral head of Satori, (laughs) who who just appears. Satori appears like fucking Mufasa to be like, hey, with great power comes great great responsibility. Enter the dragon. Bye. She's her Zordon. (laughs) That's what they are. She's she's Zordon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Zordon, yeah. Ay, 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 (laughs) ay. That's the guy that's the guy with the tube in the corner. That's the sound it's making. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: I was about to say a I was about to say a bobo is alpha five.
0: (laughs) I I was gonna say he could be bulk. I don't know who's skull. Maybe maybe Alyssa Milano, I guess. He did have that henchman character earlier in the film. That's probably actually skull.
2: (laughs) Marion is sexy (laughs) uh (laughs) Skull.
0: Oh god, she's sexy skull. What's your superpower? Oh, I show people. My ass. Whether they want to see it or not, they're seeing it. Um, <laughs> so. So then this movie is, is you know, twenty or 15 minutes longer than it needs to be because Jimmy fucking jumps into to Shoku and is, like, smacking himself in the face. He's like, oh, quit hitting yourself, but I'm me. I'm hitting myself. It's funny. And uh, Marion's dad comes in, and he's like, oh, okay, Marion's dad. I'm going to write you. Did you ever see Bill and Ted's bogus journey when they go into their dad? Well, it's kind of like that. So here's a check for $1 million for the police department now arrest me please 129 million it's got to be his entire bank account that is a
2: very specific number
0: it must be all of it, right? One hundred twenty-nine million and fifty cents. It's got to be. What are they
2: going to do with that much money?
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is why it's like that capitalist future you got. You guys were joking about not spending it on the police force. That's for sure.
2: This is the militarization of this police force. Is they get that? Well, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, you think so? I thought it was coke, booze, and hookers. But all right. Well, it could be a little bit of both. They got a lot of money to play with. S- some of it is set aside. That's kind
2: of part of it,
0: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's all rolled in there, yeah. Oh, they got to build RoboCop. That's what they need that money for, yeah. They got to put Murphy back together, yeah. They got to build Ed 209. They got to do the whole shebang. They got to take the city back. They got to
2: unfreeze Sylvester Stallone.
0: Yeah. So They they got to have two of them running around. They got Judge Dredd versus fucking Demolition Man. Oh, oh man. I, I'm still coming back to that Awesome Powers. If they, if they took out Austin Powers instead of Sylvester Stallone for Demolition Man to fight fucking Wesley Snipes... <laughs> <laughs> we we unfroze the wrong guy. Can you do the? Are you up to the job, Groovy <laughs> baby, Groovy. He and he's trying to fuck uh, Sandra Bullock the whole time. <laughs> he's got that mojo. I think he could do it. Yeah, man. It's not right, baby. Yeah. What's a seashell? <laughs> he 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 drinks some of a Bobo shit. A bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> a bit nutty. A bit
2: spinachy.
0: Yeah. It's green shit in there. He, I don't know what he even thinks it is. It's a herbal
2: tea or something. Alyssa Milano bends over in front of him, and he's like, all right, even this is too much even for me.
0: Schwing? <laughs> oh, wait, wrong character. So then um, the movie kind of wraps the fuck up after this. Well, first Shuko gets arrested and then the other cops are outside like, oh, see, we came to take back the neighborhood, chief. If you thought that, if you thought I was scary as the shadow master, wait till you meet my lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then he's he's basically yelling the entire time he's getting carried away like, I want that check back. I want that check back, damn it. It wasn't funny the first time and you told the joke again and I'm still not laughing. Well, dad seems like he's going to cash that check and do everything we just said, so. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to really build up this police port as soon as I'm done getting my dick sucked by every hooker in town.
2: It's got to be during the daytime, though. I only know the daytime. (laughs) You're right.
0: It's the only safe time. (laughs) See, I did better than your stupid OnlyFans. Dad's better. He's better at his job than you are. So then they go to all leave, and and Alyssa Milano's fixed up their car, and they're all psyched about that. Wait a second. We still have to have our, our our lesson of the story and the lesson is that they don't even know what the fuck they're even talking about cuz they're like man now now we're double dragon man we can clean up the streets and billy's like no we can't use this power unless somebody comes to take it from us we just need to forget about it <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we need to get day jobs like uh, like everybody else, like a Bobo. Look at him. Yeah. So you put this medallion together and got these fancy suits just to beat up a regular guy with no powers. Yeah. But, cool.
2: Like he he lost his powers. Like he they it's You didn't need to transform to kick his ass. One of them is a legit martial artist. They could have taken. him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well,
0: yeah, that's right. And
2: they're both supposed to be.
0: Yeah. So then they they go to leave and the car's all fixed up. The fucking dragon wagon, baby. Yeah. So then, Billy kind of disappears. They they just assume uh, uh, again. Yeah, I guess he's using the T one thousand powers from Robert Patrick. He's a Bobo, guys. Wink, wink. He doesn't have that power. Only Jimmy does. Yeah, you got. Well, you got to go into the person. I guess is the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, you know, Jimmy's like, "Oh, it's just, it's just Billy playing a trick on us. Watch this." Because the Bobo wants to drive the fucking car. He's like, "What's up, chicken butts? Uh, can we hang out together? Because I don't want to fight anybody anymore. I want to drive your car." As as long as you keep feeding me spinach, I think that's the only way I'm going to lose this weight.
2: They they have to keep like keep him from like exploding the car though, because every time he moves, he would like bust open a door or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that man is not fitting in that station wagon. No. So then, you know, they get in the back seat, and Jamie's like, oh, I know how to get uh, Billy's attention, and he starts to, like, pretend like he's hitting on uh, Alyssa Milano, and she's not getting it. No. And he jumps up from the back seat like, whoa, hey, what's what's the big deal? And they're like, wait a second, if that's you, wait, then that's really a bobo driving. Oh! Double Dragon 2, License to Drive 2, Bobo's Wild Ride. Okay,
2: I really want a sequel to this where it's just them teaching Bobo how to drive. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: You you think he's just, uh, you know, he had all that spinach and he just has, like, a shit bag that he's just pouring into this fucking burner to keep it going? (laughs) Oh, my God. He's just... Shitting into the fucking furnace of this car.
2: That's how he comes that's how he goes back to normal, is he shits himself <laughs> back to normal. That's the whole thing.
0: Austin Powers somehow, after he got unfrozen too, he's in the passenger seat. He's holding that herbal tea. What he thinks is herbal tea, but it's it's a Bobo shit bag that he's using to fucking power the car. Oh god. Oh my god. He's got an IV hooked up to his fucking mouth drinking that. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't go that far, but he's definitely <laughs> drinking it. Heather Graham's there, and the Corys, and they have to get—they got to make sure the dragon wagon's back in the garage before Dad wakes up. Yeah, yeah. Before Richard Masser wakes up, and Carol Kane. Yeah, let's just squeeze in some more ass oogling. Uh, Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> so then, that's kind of how the movie ends. Uh, no, because the last shot is Huey and Lewis, and they're standing there with their fucking signs. Okay, so it's PG thirteen, so naturally they got to get an f bomb in. <sighs> In the in the final moments of this movie, <laughs> yeah. do they do they say fuck? Unless I misheard it, I I, I rewound it and re-listened to it three times. They're like, oh, what the fuck are we gonna do now? That was that. That's where you used your f bomb. I totally missed it. I was like, this is stupid. Again, unless I misheard it, but I like I said, I listened to it three times. I'm gonna go out a limb and say that's not Al's voice. <laughs> you think Al Long's voice? Yeah, th- I think it's ADR big time. <laughs> Definitely here. And they are holding up signs. Because I had to take a screenshot of this. One says "Will hench for food," and the other one says "Thugs
2: seek ruthless boss." I, I generally, I generally still think that that he just called them Huey, Huey, and Lewis, and like these people are just very confused all the time. <laughs> and this is all they know how to do. It's possible. Well, Al Long is totally a
0: that-guy henchman, so it totally makes sense for him. And then they just uh, walk off into the darkness as the credits start to roll. And and, and credits. Um, Okay. Uh, where are we putting this, fellas? You, uh, hey, hey, Hunter, you want to take, uh, since you did say you're the temporary Connor, I think, in the beginning of this, you want to take his slot and go first?
2: Yes, yes, I am the temporary Connor. Oh, wait a second, I got
0: an idea. What, what, (laughs) what type of fatality and or friendship are we giving to
2: this movie? Oh, God. Uh, I'm tossing it into the incinerator in the, in the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, I, I. I don't know, part of me kind of likes it, because it's like, I have a soft spot for these movies a little bit. Like these 90s, kind of based-on-property, stupid movies that somehow got made. <laughs> like I, I like them, but all at the same time, this one kind of hurts my soul a little bit.
0: So I would also take it's a dumpster
2: movie without a doubt. Yeah.
0: Now, I, I, I'm with you there, Hunter, okay? I, I do like silly Movies from the 90s based on a fucking property or a video game property thereof. Like, I I genuinely really like the Super Mario Brothers movie. I think it's fucking hilarious and um, just wacky and out there. And, and the shit that it tries is just bizarre. And uh, I commend it for that. But this is just lazy. Um, it feels very hodgepodge together the script sucks ass uh the story is really bad um i, I you know i don't mind the comedy bits and shit but there's nothing to really even kind of sink your teeth into. You know, we don't get the fucking titular double dragon until an hour and 40 minutes into the movie. And then this anticlimactic battle of who could give a shit. Like I wanted to see Robert Patrick turn into fucking super shredder. Like put Kevin Nash in a costume as, as the shadow master or whatever. And let's have a fucking fight, please. Not, not, not a fucking brag off or, or some kind of stupid insult bullshit.
2: He (laughs) should have like, turn into a Bobo or something. Make it, like, interesting.
0: A Bobo doesn't have shit to do, either. He's just kind of there. Like, you wasted all this makeup on this guy. <laughs> He's there to switch actors. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you wasted Her- Henry Kingy, man. <laughs> you made him eat spinach, for Christ's sake. Um, you know, Elisa, again, Elisa Milano is just there as literally eye candy. That's all she's here for. Um, let's let's not kid ourselves. Mark Dacascus is good when he's doing martial arts but i feel like the people like the filmmakers didn't want him to do too well because it would have shown up it would have showed the glaring i mean it already does but like the glaring uh, obviousness to these other people who have shitty choreography and martial arts training like uh you know Scott Wolf is terrible at one point he even does like a praying mantis kind of kick thing like i feel like that was just ad-libbed it's just i mean This is a good movie to put on, like, if you're sick, or you're hungover or something, or you want to take a nap, it's perfect for that. And, uh, nothing can save this movie, uh, not even Alyssa Milano's ass, um, from going into, uh, the dumpster. And, um, I don't know if you can, we can cut this out later, but, uh, if this was a fatality, I would give this movie, um... Just fucking uppercut it into the fucking acid pit and let it turn, let it melt into shit with all the other bodies that have been thrown in there. Right into the ecto cooler. Right into the fucking ecto cooler, baby. Ah, uh, yeah, this is some dumpster ass shit. <laughs> this movie's really bad. Um, if it was a fatality, I, 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 I my brain goes right to Mortal Kombat Four's brutalities because they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's just a million limbs and bones all over the place, and it's just like, all right, Ed, what were you thinking? <laughs> um, wow. Uh,. Like I said earlier, I hadn't seen this movie in probably close to 20 years. This was like one of those ones that we we rented at the library once and never watched again. And that's where it should fucking stay. Uh, I know they just recently came out with a uh, really high def Blu-ray version of this, a special edition. I, I, I apologize for not knowing who, but if you really want to torture yourself and, and look that up, have at it. Uh, I watched this on uh, Tubi, you know, good old Tubi. Uh, and what else can I say? Like, the acting isn't even really my my biggest problem with this movie. Like, yeah, Robert Patrick's is kind of eating that scenery left and right, but it's like everybody else is just okay. They don't really... Yeah. They're not... The, again, the acting is not the problem. It's the plot that really is paper thin. It's this really bad CGI kind of throughout the entire film. The fights that have no weight to them. Uh, the moments that are supposed to have weight to them, like Satori's death and, uh, you know, finding out that the Lee's father was killed by, by Robert Patrick. Just no one really even has a reaction. It's just very weightless overall. It's like they threw it in later, like after the fact. Right. Like it was an afterthought. Like it was like they were on set one day. and were like, ah, this just doesn't have enough punch. What if he killed the father? <sighs> What if this is like Batman, where it was like where it wasn't Joe Chill, it was uh, the Joker killed his parents? Oh my god! I think that's my biggest problem: is like it doesn't take any risks, it doesn't do its own thing. Well, and then it has like this weird cyberpunk like. Not even like actually like good cyberpunk, but it's definitely cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, window dressing—I'll even call it. I uh, yeah, it, absolutely. That 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 outer framework with that fucking pseudo Robocop bullshit too. Yeah, and like this weird, like unnecessary earthquake and New Angeles. Like it's just too many layers of weird shit that don't need to be in there to tell a story about a, two brothers that just beat the shit out of some criminals. Like this could have been the Warriors, and it would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, they could have done, like, a super grounded version of this, where it's like, it's just, they're, they're punks who beat up other punks. That'd be awesome. I think we'd all be over for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even if you threw the magic in there... That's fine. They can still just be kicking the shit out of punks. And then if you want to have your big bad again, uh, if Robert Patrick was the Shadow Master and was actually like formidable, that you know what I mean? Like he's just a fucking goofball the whole time, even when he gets his powers. The thing is, too, though like the whole medallion thing is just so stupid because I don't remember that from any of the games. I feel like that was purely for the movie, and it's just like I get that they're trying to come up with something to kind of bring that mysticism in, but just take that out of it maybe he just has these shadow powers and they got to figure out how to beat him with this bullshit op ability like i don't know that would have been more interesting but i doubt we'll ever get a remake or a reboot because it's not like this series is even that popular anymore so i feel like that boat has fucking sailed into yeah. sailed away with the elves and and bilbo and the rest <laughs> uh, might be interesting though if it ever did happen you could do it you could do it kind of fun i think
2: we are kind of having like a, a beat up kind of renaissance of video games right now. So I could see them approaching the idea, but I don't think it'll ever be like live action. Right. This is Double Dragon, the movie.
0: Maybe like an animated John, kind of like Castlevania that they came out with. I could see that. Like a miniseries. I wouldn't do something like long form like Castlevania, but like five episode miniseries. Sure. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't need to be super serious. It's not what I'm saying. Like, it could be goofy, but like make it good, you know? Yeah. No, agreed. So with, with all that said, obviously again, dumpster movie, in fact, Alyssa Milano is going to take take this movie and just it's going to be shat out of her ass into the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> spinach, spinach shits. Yeah. Full blast going full Denise Richards. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that Valentine's episode and uh, you know, it's volatile. It's just diarrhea. There's ecto cooler in there. I don't know what the spinach probably that she was feeding to Bobo. She probably was eating some of that too. And it's just a, <laughs> it, it's toxic by the time it's done. In fact, uh, that Baldwin statue that's blown to pieces inside the dumpster starts to mutate into something else. And we might have to return to that later, but for right now, it's just percolating. Uh, yeah. What a piece of shit. I couldn't believe how bad it was. Uh, not quite Pluto Nash bad, but no, very, very, uh, close. Very. Yeah. I was just dis- I was disappointed. I thought I was going to have a better time than I did. And I had I was having a good time in the beginning and then it just started to get, become lethargic and I was like, "All right, this needs to just be
2: over now." I was hoping for something more towards like Ninja Turtles, but it ended up in that weird kind of, this is just a worse Mario Brothers movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly, it's a worse Mario Brothers movie, and, and and I wish it wasn't, I thought, I wish it was its own kind of thing, and did, took it, it did its own thing, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's like, the Warriors, with bits taken from Mario Brothers, and then a really fucking bad script, and there you go. <laughs> based off a cartoon, based off a video game. <laughs> So yeah. Uh, also, don't forget we got we we still that was our first episode in our special uh, video game month that we're calling Super Combat Fighter Double Dumpster Edition. Uh, where we're bringing you all the video game movies leading up to uh, the new Mortal Kombat this month, and uh, we'll be covering that in a mini sode. You wait for that one. Uh, the next the next one we got coming up for you is Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat, not the fucking god-awful sequel that we already covered in season one. If you want to jump back and listen to that in preparation, Ooh. um, and then rounding out the <laughs> side note, uh, I just picked up a best buy exclusive steelbook, uh a blu-ray release of one and two. So I might watch both just for a refresher, just to see how good the quality is. And, uh, I'll report in. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll compare and contrast again <laughs> about how good the original is to the, to the sequel. Um, we also got a fucking Doom commentary track coming at you. We got some Talks from the Dark Side coming at you. And then we're rounding out the month with special guest Kieran from Cinemasker and Rental Reviews. He's, he's joining us for Street Fighter, the movie. Um, and we also have a special watch along for you patrons out there. Uh, Future Cops. What is that you say? Oh, the Chinese ripoff of Street Fighter. It's in Cantonese with subtitles, and we're going to be having a fucking hoot and a holler because people in that movie dress like characters from the Street Fighter franchise and even Goku from Dragon Ball Z. It's insane. Yeah. Does that tickle your fancy, Hunter?
2: That sounds amazing, actually. (laughs) Holy shit. <laughs> um,
0: we, we also might have, even though it's uh, not exactly video game themed, it's kind of in the pocket, uh, some new book to the movie content possibly coming soon with uh, a little Lawnmower Man. Oh yeah, and sign up for that Patreon. You can get that uh, commentary track, that watch along, and that book to the movie. That's some good stuff wouldn't you say i would i definitely would cybo man will be back in the house later this month so yeah hunter where can everyone find you and and your shows
2: so you can find us on pretty much everywhere uh the, that's the phantom zone uh we're on spotify i believe we're on google play we're definitely on youtube um you can find me on instagram a young underscore commie uh i'm also i'd I've, I've talked about this a little bit on the Phantom Zone. Uh, I'm working on a solo video game type podcast coming soon called Kame Club. Uh, so that'll be coming soon. I've hit some snags in the recording, uh, but I'm hoping to get that by the end of the month. So look forward to that. Sign me up too. Sign me up. I'll, I'll
0: take a one turtle shell, please. <laughs> and not only do we want to send people to that hunter, but we also want to thank you along with all these other people, for being our patrons.
2: No no problem. Yes. As you know, I was the first of them all. Yeah, you're at the top of the list. You have the street cred, man. You're the first one. That's right. Uh, so they all have to listen to me. Is that, is that how that works, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you have to defeat Michael Berryman first, and then... Uh,
2: oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Or is he Michael Berryman? <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. I'll never tell. <laughs> Uh, yeah you were our first uh patron and it took us this long to get you on the show so uh thanks <laughs>
2: no problem anytime
0: <laughs> um but yeah we always love to thank our listeners you guys at home keeping this show alive and uh our patrons especially uh we would like to thank hunter davenport again thanks hunter anytime uh brendan lemune the Autis- the autistic gamer 89 jacob chavez leonardo roberto Telavera Barocio. he's canceled He's canceled <laughs> Gorlomi. I don't know. <laughs> Insert Gorlomi joke for Connor <laughs> Amanda Tweed, Joe has mustache, Dustin Elkins, Nick Lowry, Serge Murillo, Lucio Fulci's butt, Julie Lockwood, Kyle McDonald, Nicholas Walters, Daniel Perhaps, Jacob Fonsbeck, Patrick Farmer, Tony from Hack the Movies, CB Smith, Arlen Harrow. John. Jenna Fryer, CJ Duke, Norman Mata, Lopardita, Senorita Rico, Matt Lasky, and Ken Smith. God damn, uh, we, we have a lot you in here. I I look forward to the day when I have so many that I have to actually do a canned reading on this, but for now, <laughs> thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. And uh we hope we we hope you're enjoying uh this event month so far, our Super Combat Fighter Double Dumpster Edition. Um and uh yeah, stick around. We got some good stuff coming up. Uh thanks again, Hunter.
2: It was a pleasure. Anytime, guys. I'm always down to talk movies, I guess.
0: We might have to have you back on next year, uh maybe a sneak peek. We don't know for that uh piece of shit. Final Fantasy: The Spirit Within.
2: Oh jeez. Oh, oh, oh. We need to watch that, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, video game Month strikes back, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, I guess look forward to that next year. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's Double Dragon from 1994 directed by James Yukich. If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2, 5, or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some noncommittal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. I'm Joe Lascola. Uh, I'm Sean Rourke. And I'm Hunter Abfort. Also, don't forget... If you didn't buy from us, you don't know Jack! City! Now get out of here! You disgust me!
1: Now! Leave! Round one. Fight. Get over here! Tiger uppercut! Ready for the Alex! Cool. Mmm! Perfect! <laughs>